welcome Street Fight friends and family, guys, gals, non-binary pals. Once again, it's Street Fight Radio, call-in show edition. Sunday night Street Fight, 8 to 10, Eastern Standard Time. You can talk to us, two idiots in Ohio, about your problems at work, uh, your dare officer growing up, uh, the military recruiter that you dunked on, or anything else interesting going on in your life, including activism, campaigns, organizing, whatever it may be. We're here to listen. We're here to talk about it. Number to dial is 614-655-3887. As always, write it down in case maybe this time you don't need it, but next week you will. Uh, you can watch the show at twitch.tv slash Radio. Jump in the chat. That's where it's at. See who's in there. Probably Psychic Gasoline and the rest of the crew. Thank you for showing up. Thanks for helping us uh, fact-check the show and uh, make sure we don't sound like morons. Uh, my name is Brett Payne. My co-host is Brian Quinby. As always, we are Street Fight Radio, coming to you live on WCRS-FM LP in Columbus, Ohio. That's at 92.7 or 98.3 here in the capital city. Uh, we are coming from the west side, the best side. Not really, actually. I'm a north side guy forever. I decided it already. Sorry. I'm an east side guy. I'm a north sider. We're talking about Columbus. I'm, I'm, I'm an east side Um, I did DoorDash all fucking day yesterday because the weather was really bad and there was, like, snow everywhere. And basically, people's cars just got frozen in place. Like, the plows just press them into place. They were um, doing that. But at the end of the night, all I wanted, all I, th- I, I picked up Buca de Beppo. And I smelled Italian food, and I thought about going to Villanova all night long, and I went, and it was, like, the best thing in the world. It's my favorite place to go to, and it's open late, and it's really fucking old, and everybody there is, like, grumpy boomers. Uh, And I'm, like, the coolest guy in the room. I love it. Nice. I do kind of – I don't know. I feel – I don't know. I I just, like – it feels like the bar that my dad used to take me to when I was a kid. I went <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see, I, yes. I don't think I've been there in a really I don't I don't think I've ever been there actually. They've that's got uh, another the, place I've been to. The chandelier over the bar is the Clydesdale horses. Like it's the okay, Budweiser. Like They've got Spud McKenzie on the wall. They'll fucking play some uh Bo Cephas for you. They played Kid I walked in, Kid Rock was playing, and I like started smiling immediately. That's, good. that's a good place to be. <laughs> I get I one beer and they have these huge like 32 ounce beers, so it takes like a fucking hour to drink it, and then I get food to go. And then I just watch everybody get, you know, loose. Um none of the men wear winter jackets. It's only like sh- shackets and like button up shirts. Not allowed to have winter jackets. <laughs> no, zi- I, no, no zipper shit at all. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I haven't worn one yet. I, I usually have a hoodie that zips right. up that looks like a that is actually as thick as a winter jacket. Like it works perfectly. But I can see where people would think like this motherfucker never wears a winter jacket. But not true because Just, it is a Carhartt hoodie and they're fucking they're warm. Yeah, just stubborn as hell. My stubbornness is my jacket, actually. You're making me all hot now because just asking me about the jacket. I went I'm glad my... I don't have a fucking jacket on because now I'm all worked up and sweaty and mad. I went to buy a fucking jacket for my birthday, a coat, a winter coat this year. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, Worst time to buy. Thankfully, I didn't, by the way, because I joined the gym and I'm not walking at this point. I just go there and run and then go home, uh-huh. you know? Which frees up so much time for me. I got to tell you. Yeah, man, what I'm are you doing? Sitting around Legos. 
<laughs> well, that's fine. Mad Legos. Just, I bought a, oh my God. You want me to tell you how much I've spent on Legos since two weeks ago? Oh no. Does anybody want to hear how much I've spent on they Legos? They cost so much money. Since two weeks ago, I have spent, <clears throat> uh, what's 269 plus 69? Like 338 or something? That's how much I've spent on Legos in two weeks. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Obsessed with them. Wow. Obsessed. I love them. I fucking love Legos so much. If you're out there and you have a Lego set that you aren't using, fucking mail that shit to me, yeah. man. I love playing Legos. I'm about to make an Amazon wish list of Legos. I don't I think that you've you got this all wrong. It, people are extremely ecstatic about Legos, would never get rid of their Legos. I know. That's You're the joining thing. the club, yeah. I have an Adidas now, shell toe in my living room that I made out of Legos. Now you got to go uh, bumming around uh, garage sales. I know. Trying to rip kids off. But my, I don't I got that. ripped off. My So when I was a kid, we had a box full of Legos, and my mom told us we could sell our old, to old toys. We were going to do a lemonade stand, and we could sell our old, old toys. We got like $5 for this gigantic box of Legos. And my mom was so fucking mad. Like she went in the other room and was like yelling about it. Like she was, she was like, you didn't know, you didn't know. And then was just like, fuck, so mad. And she was like, that's bullshit. An adult took advantage of a fucking child. And it's like, yeah, I guess so. Fred Durst official in the chat said that that star's money didn't last long. It was yeah. never going to. Here's the other fucking thing about the Legos. I'm just going to explain this to you real quick. Uh, I can't afford 300 and something dollars on Legos. I just spent it because uh -huh. I just feel like I need Legos all the time now. Yeah. I just feel like I need them. Just something to put together. So oh snap together. This fucking Mario thing I'm doing? I, you have no idea what to do with your life, but these Lego instructions give you a sense of purpose, right? It does. It do I mean, I could, like... Freestyle? I've been podcasting more during the day. Okay. Like, getting them out of the way. Interesting. And stuff, so I knock that shit out. Um, you know, I don't know. I am not depressed this winter, though. Good job. Yet. Congratulations. But it's cost me a lot of money in Lego. Yeah, that's worth there. it. And the gym. It's better than yeah, yeah. Legos yeah, you in the gym. Some way. The only you can only buy your way out of depression for sure. <laughs> yeah. There's no thinking your way out of it. You got to spend money on it. It is. You got to spend money to not be sad. I, I um, I'm so mad because remember how I did I tell on the show that my dermatologist gave me a mental health. Yes. Thing? No, you didn't say it on the show. You just told me. Oh shit. So I went and get to get uh, my psoriasis checked out like three weeks ago. And the guy is like, oof, wow. Well, the places you have psoriasis, uh, normally for the amount of coverage you have, I would just do topicals, but it's in the areas where we have to just give you a pill. And I was like, okay, um, well, what are the side effects of the pill? Because that's something I hear like smart people say, you know? That's what you do. Because I've never asked that. Actually, like, you someone never me a, ask that because they'll tell you and right. then you'll be like, I don't want the pill. Exactly. Yeah, like exactly. Of like, what's the, what's the side effects of this Teletubby pill? I've never asked that question. Or like, yeah. what's the side effect of a blue dolphin? Yeah. You know? I don't ask. I just am like, I don't ask and I don't look them up. Yeah, well, he was like, he said, um, he said, well, the thing about, he said, uh, it's really nothing. He's like, uh, it, it could affect your stomach. So if you have a sensitive stomach, that might be a problem. I was like, no, that's never been an that issue for me. Powerful stomach. Yeah, I have an iron tank. Stomach rules. Yeah, I have an efficient machine. He does, he I does. have a except shit for, machine. Except for uh, if he goes to Popeye's and he gets the beans and yeah. rice, he can't all that. 
That's that true. God is Animal ass. fat will fuck me up every time. Pork, <laughs> lard, uh, I have thrown up in several bathrooms over <laughs> lards. Lard will ruin Brett's day. <laughs> but other than that, he does. I, I have to... I have to say, just being on your, being, you know, around you so much and all the dinners we've shared that, like, you can, you really can go heavy on spice. You don't mind spice. You just are like, fuck it. I'll just sweat and almost die. You know, yeah. remember we went to that fucking hot it's chicken not- place and like me and you were both like when we went to pull out of the parking lot, I was like, do you feel like high and we were like sweating yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it doesn't upset me if it hurt my stomach i wouldn't do it <laughs> yeah yeah like, it's uncomfortable but if i was like like people get like stomach rumbling gets blown up i don't like to feel bloated ever and all either. i don't fuck with that um anyways where was i going with that oh so he said it was bad on the stomach the other thing he said he was like it uh can cause depression and i was like well i don't want it don't i said i don't want it now. and he was like he's like really I was like, yeah, I'm not in a good place at all. And I got divorced last year and uh, it could just be a problem. And he's like, are you in crisis right now? And I was like, no, I'm not in crisis, but I am telling you what's up. And he's like, can I, I can put a mental health recommendation in for you if you want. And I was like, that would be great because part of my problem is I can't call them on the phone and just ask for a fucking appointment. Yeah. They might I, also I, put you put you on something that would negate the bad part of the psoriasis pill right sure yeah i mean that's what we're going to double check after that gets checked in but it didn't get scheduled nothing got scheduled like i went to check my chart and was like where is this recommendation it it won't let you book any sort of mental health fucking appointment which i feel like should be on the main page by now yeah like I, i try to use their system and i get frustrated and i don't do it so anyways, I finally just messaged my doctor and they sent me a questionnaire and I sent them back the results. And I was like, this is not helpful at all. Like, because I don't feel as bad right now. The only reason I'm talking to you is because I don't feel bad. And so you asking me what the last two weeks has been like, it's been me crawling myself out of a fucking hole. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is really stupid. Please just let me talk to somebody. I've tried so many times with these and this is this is the case. This is where everybody says it is, but like the I just cannot. They won't uh, they won't push you on to the next step until you fail yep. their test or, or fail whatever the the procedure dude. is. It's just you have to fail your way into help into help. Dude, when Gwen was on Accutane, it took six months to get her to the point where she was. They gave her the Accutane. We all knew what was going to happen at the end, uh-huh. but she had to go to the general practitioner. The general practitioner's like, here, try this, and gave her a lotion. Of course, that didn't fucking work. Right. And then she was like, come back in a month, six weeks, let me know what's going on. And the motherfucker is like, uh, try these pills. We got these these pills. Try these out. Tries them out. Doesn't fucking work. That's six more months. That's six more weeks. She's a fucking teenager and she has bad acne and she feels so horrible. Yeah. You know, finally they're like, you can go to the dermatologist. Now we'll refer you to a dermatologist. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Six weeks from now, you can go to your dermatologist. She went and luckily I think it was because my wife was also there too. She was just like, look, we've tried 80 things. Just will you please do the thing. Do the one that works. And it's like that stuff causes depression, but you can monitor. 
that kind of thing. Because that's how it is with me. Whenever I go to my doctor or my psychiatrist, they're like, uh, so do you ever feel like the world would be better if you weren't in it? Like, they ask me that at the end yeah. of every appointment. Yeah, just like, kind of, oh, fuck, Joe Friday, whatever <laughs> that guy. Like, before I leave. Yeah. You weren't and thinking about ex exiting this mortal coil, were you? Yeah. And sometimes I want to be like, uh, I mean, it would probably be better without me in it, but I'm not going to fucking do what's good for everybody else. I'm going to do what's good for me, which is live. Yeah. You're like, no, I feel too guilty. <laughs> But, but like, yeah, it was just like, I, I, I get where you're coming from, man. I just would say again, like you said, it is very smart to ask for the side effects on a medication, but I did that when I was 19 and it kept me from getting any sort of help for I think seven or eight more years was when I got my SSRIs because they gave me Zoloft, which I'm on right now. I take it two of them every day, 200 milligrams of it every single day. And uh, I took two and then I opened the booklet that came with it and I read the side effects and one of the side effects was anxiety. And I just had, I, I took it three days in a row and had insane insane anxiety for three days and then uh uh i just stopped taking them never went back to a doctor never did it actually lost a job because of it because i had applied for this job at this place called lucent technologies which was it would have been a good job except for they closed up and fucking laid everybody off but at the time it seemed like one of those jobs you work for the rest of your life and it was indoors unlike the ones i did that were outdoors i couldn't get this job and i'm having a panic attack while they're doing like sort of a physical on me at the uh interview they like took you into a room and they were like check your heart rate and all that shit and you know my shit was up because whenever somebody checks my shit it goes up you know because i freak out i have like this horrible anxiety around what's going on inside of my body and uh they're like ah you know your blood pressure is a little high to work here um and i was like it's anxiety and they were like, uh, well, do you take anything for anxiety? And I was like, well, the doctor prescribed Zoloft to me, but I don't take it because it made me freak out. And they were like, well, we're going to blood test you every randomly to make sure there's Zoloft in your system. And I was like, well, I guess I'm not going to get to work here. And I didn't work there. <laughs> I don't know if that's even legal to do, what but they mean? made it. They were going to blood test me. Not for drugs, to make sure that the drugs were in my system. That you're the taking your pills? That I'm supposed, yeah, that I was supposed to take my pills. And I never went back. And there's a fucking, maybe I heard it wrong or didn't understand it wrong. Maybe they just didn't want to hire me because, like, if you looked at me when I was like 19, you wouldn't want to hire me. You know, people have seen the picture Matt Chrisman called White Morpheus, where I look. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking insane. Yeah, your lip photo? <laughs> what? Wait, which one? Oh, I'll show you. It's a picture of me. And, I don't know it. Uh, Matt Christman said, oh my God, it's the famous white Morpheus. Because <laughs> I'm wearing sunglasses and a Mecca t-shirt. Oh, I did see that Yeah, one. yeah. It, it looks ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, they didn't hire me. And, and like I was convinced those pills were causing me to have a meltdown. I was convinced I was climbing up the walls for a fucking two full days because of these pills. I absolutely 
definitely was not because they don't even start to work right away. And it was literally just knowing the side effects. So from then on out, I just, I mean, from the point where I got on Celexa at first, I was on Celexa for like nine years and then I switched over to Zolf. From that point on, I was just like, I don't want to know. And if some shit happens, if my dick stops working, if anything happens, I'll fucking come back here and tell you that it's happening. And, but again, on your side of this though, like how the fuck are you supposed to know if the pill's causing you depression? You know what I mean? So you could get depressed and not even know it and just think you were depressed. Well, I would know, I guess. Somebody, I did tweet about it and someone said that it made them suicidal, which is not something that I do. That's not my thing. Me neither. I've uh, never been. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess I would notice if I got, I guess I probably would notice. I, you're right. I mean, if, if the mm -hmm. pill did it to me, it would just be like just a normal three month yeah. crash, and it crashing up, the plane again. Yeah. And it would end up being like, I think at times, like when something like that happens, it can make you feel like really bad for yourself. Cause you're like, I'm fucking backsliding. And it's like, no, it's the pill. Yeah. The pill's making you right. backslide, but you don't know that you right. just think, because the thing, shittiest thing about depression is that. Well, I mean, it yeah. might not be for you is that you think it's all your fault like the whole time. Well, it's believable. The problem is, is that it's unshakable. They're yeah. bad thoughts that are just unshakable in your mind. They're not like red blood cells or anything. Yeah. They're just shit that you're like, I don't know. I'm, I probably am worthless. Like, <laughs> I might I, be a piece of shit. I'm looking at, I'm trying to do the ledger right now. I can't find any pros. I'm saying, right, dude. That last winter was... It got progressively worse and worse with me. But last winter, I remember just being like, everything's fucking dead. I don't do anything. All I do is fucking podcast and sit on my fucking ass. And like, then it got to the point where even walking seemed bad mm -hmm. to me, where it was like, all you do is fucking walk. What is that about? It's like, it sounds like a value. Yeah. Like it's, it, it's a center center thing. Really. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not good. Uh, my therapist thinks it's bad now. The walking? He's, yeah. He's kind of gotten up my ass about the walking. Uh, he just thinks that I'm insane. Like, basically, that, like, I See, but that's I never I... relax. Yeah. Like, and I don't know how to relax. Uh, he fucking actually, I swear to you on my life. He's I'm, right about that. But... I'm, I'm not lying about this, everybody. Last week in therapy, I was talking to him about why I walk. And do stuff like that. Why I have a regimented routine that I feel like I have to do every day uh, is because when I first quit my job at the cable company, I woke up every single day at noon or one. I smoked a joint and I went to the movies and I went home and I did this every day for a year, maybe even more than a year. And it came to a point where I was like, I don't think you're supposed to wake up every day and smoke a joint and go to the movies. Like this is like not good. And then I started college. So I couldn't do that for a period. Right. I start college. So I can't, I can't do that. You know what he fucking says to me this week? He's like, Brian, you can do anything you want in this world. And what I think is you should wake up and smoke a joint and go to the movies sometimes. Hell Yeah. <laughs> And then I was like, okay. Cool teacher. <laughs> yeah. Backwards. Sit he's, backwards in the chair. He's like, if you wake up and smoke a joint and go to the movies, that's not a failure. Okay. That is what you like to do. And I'm just like, 
Yeah. Now yeah. we're talking. He's like, you're not a loser. You can do anything. And I was just like, okay, okay. That's the first time he's ever said, like, maybe you should just smoke a joint. Because he's always asking me to quit smoking weed, but I just tell him no because I don't smoke enough. You'd be doing it as a successful guy, though. You're doing it as a successful person. That's how I feel, too. So I also, um, I will, I am probably, I am not, I want to be diagnosed with something and then I'll deal with it. Um, I still am going to be pretty renegade and I'm not going to sign up for any pills that fuck with my dick because mm-hmm. that's like the only thing I like. It was my salvation. I'm good at it and I love it. <laughs> and uh, it's like the free, it's free. They try to take it away from you because it's free. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and nobody makes any money off of it. You can make yeah. money off more money off of it, you know, yeah. than it costs. Yeah. Um, but I also, yeah, I don't want to do brain zap shit. And I don't know. We'll yeah, I see. hate that shit. My mom, my mom, uh, my mom has uh, a really crazy ass past. Uh, but she took Wellbutrin for like to get stop smoking, and then like it kind of leveled her out. Yeah. But she was fine. So I hope it's something mild. Because if not, like. Oh, I, the other the thing I keep coming back to, I just have to convince myself is I'm allowed to live as dysfunctional as I want because <laughs> of my job, and I should at least be doing that. Like I don't want to be a good worker. I don't want to. I don't want to take a pill that makes me show up to do eight hours of fucking work. That's yeah. not the life. I'm, that's not what I got, and I backed myself into like the sweetest deal for a crazy person. So, yeah. and I don't. I I I'll, I'll agree with you in that like. I like the only re I got the pills because I was I'm I'm a very dysfunctional guy uh as far as anxiety goes like I'm just like I'm always anxious I you know I fucking own the company okay that I work for I have a panic attack every Sunday before we get to the show <laughs> and like Katie's like it's so weird that that happens I was like I had a panic attack every single day before I went to work on cable Every single day before I climbed a roof. And I shouldn't be. I realize that this is the sweetest gig of all time. It's a gig, though. And I just have a lot of panic attacks, though. I still have, like, these anxiety attacks. But, like, I feel better once I get started and once I do this stuff. It's really weird. It is just such, like, a... a, a, The anxiety thing is always so fucking, like... I don't even know what you do about the anxiety and depression other than try to like shake yourself into doing something new. But like, even then it's like, God damn. It's more than that for me. Yeah. If you, if I go take a trip somewhere, am am I, is that, I mean, that's just going to stress me out more because I was going to go take a trip, but I'm not now. Uh, uh, vacations I love, but that's because I like escaping my reality the most. Yeah. I'd rather not be home. I can have the greatest of time whenever I don't worry about shit, bro. I wanted to go. I know how to get away. Like literally, yeah. I mean, yeah, I I'm wanted already, to go. As soon as the show cuts off, I'm like, I'm ready to get so fucking hammered tonight because I just want to be, because I have a free day tomorrow. There's no kids, no anything. No. Yeah. It's great. I got to record on at 1130 PM tomorrow, but uh new episode of I'm sorry with Stefan Heck. Oh, fun. And uh, next, the week after that, Howell Dottie is going to come on. So Mm -hmm. very fun lineup for I'm Sorry, you know. Uh, Great, great guest. Very weird episode this last week because we did O.J. Simpson. Mm -hmm. It's tough. He is some, his apology is one of the craziest things I've ever read. But you know what's crazier than his apology, Brian? Mm. Time Magazine's apology for making him blacker on the cover. (laughs) What? <laughs> you don't remember that? So 
during the trial, uh, Time Magazine used uh, the mugshot, OJ Simpson's mugshot for a cover, but they made him blacker. They darkened his skin. And people fucking noticed because they had yeah. the the Time Magazine cover and yeah. they had the 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 mug shot in their hand and you could put them right next to each other and be like, why did you like? And it's like, who fucking knows why they did it? Racism. I, but it, you know what the fucking Time Magazine apology said? They said honestly, uh. If you think us making him blacker is racist, that kind of makes you sure the right. Like that is in the apology. We assume that it's worse <laughs> to be blacker. Yeah, um, and it was, it was like, boy, nineteen ninety four apologies hit way different. Like that, white guys were just like they were just they didn't fucking poli- they didn't apologize the right way until I don't know. I don't think we learned how to. They still don't. I just listened to. I listened to an episode of the maintenance phase today about an Australian uh, inspirational uh, like diet person called like the whole pantry. And uh, she faked having cancer. She said that her diet cured her cancer and she never had fucking cancer. <laughs> and all of these news media outlets never checked. Nobody ever checked. Nobody followed up. And the news outlets were like, well, she still had really good, great recipes. So I don't see why it's a problem that we gave her a platform. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, and she's, yeah, she's telling people that you can just drink juice instead of chemo. It is, it is kind of funny because me and, me and Leslie actually went back to Justine Sacco uh, and talked about that, which I believe to be the first modern cancellation in the modern cancellation era. Who? She's the woman who got on the airplane to Africa. <gasps> yes. <laughs> yeah. And posted a racist tweet. Uh-huh. And then f- fucking, uh, uh, when she got off the plane, had already lost her job. <laughs> Yeah, I consider that the first modern cancellation. <laughs> you might be right. That might be the shot. That was the shot heard around the world. But I feel like that's when people started to figure out like how to apologize the right way because people would just be like, "No, I'm sorry, you're offended." Is not an apology. <laughs> you got. I mean, so I mean, the. I mean, how is this relevant though to like the biggest apology going on right now? It's crazy. I haven't listened to him yet. I'm going to listen tonight because one of them's nine minutes. Yeah. What if a nine minute apology? And now I can't. Believe I mean, come it. on. And if I if the, the N word apology nine minutes is 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 enough. Seven. I mean, it's fucking. I would well, expect a few hours. I I know, but like, I I don't. I, I don't know when these were recorded. I guess I'll say that I don't know when these were recorded. I I don't believe the context is important. I don't think he should have said it. I haven't said it. I've been podcasting as long as he is. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think. And I never said the N-word on my podcast. I haven't said it in my personal life. I, I'm just not a guy that says it. Right. Um, But there is also that thing where like, well, I... You know, if he said it in in 2011 or 12 or 13, I find that, I don't know why, I find that different. I know people are like, I knew not to say these words in 2010, 20, I knew not to say these words before then. But within the culture that we lived in, because that's what me and Leslie talked about too. It's like, you just, I mean, I don't know, the culture around me 
was like, you just fucking say edgy stuff. You just say stuff that's offensive to be fucking offensive. And you were convinced, you were told by comedians and by people that you were told that like saying the racist thing was a joke. And the joke is I would never be that racist. Sarah Silverman is like a perfect example. I don't think Sarah Silverman's racist. I also don't think Howard Stern was racist, but they said stuff back then that was fucking nasty, but like they have all changed now. And I think the difference between Joe Rogan and a, like a Howard Stern, a Sarah Silverman, uh, the rock, uh, is another guy they're trying to cancel now. Um, I think the difference is they seem to have changed and become different people. Like Howard Stern is not going to use the N word now. Mm -hmm. He's not going to use any, he, he won't use any slurs. He's changed the name of some of his whack packers that used to be offensive names. He's changed those names. So like, He's a guy who seems to have listened and learned something. Sarah Silverman seems to be a person that listened to critiques of what she did and then learned something. I don't think that Joe Rogan is, I think Joe Rogan is trying to save his $100 million job. And that is why he's apologizing. And if, I agree. I'm, if I'm being a hundred, if I'm being totally fucking honest, if I'm Joe Rogan, I just fucking come out and I, I come out two weeks ago and say I got the vaccine. That is all he had to do. He could have lied and said, hey, I got the vaccine. Nobody would listen. <laughs> Nobody would have come out. But I think he thought he was untouchable at that time because Spotify had stuck behind him so many fucking times. Yeah. But he should have fucking known when they made him remove the Alex Jones episodes that he wasn't as safe as he thought he was. And he might have known it since then and hasn't used the N-word since that since before that do you, you get what i'm saying like i don't think he's a guy that changed i don't i don't buy him as somebody who's contrite or apologizing i only buy him as a guy that's trying to save his job right now and like i mean it should work i i will say that like i don't think anybody should be removed from any platforms for what they say uh, I, but I don't think he sh deserves to make a hundred million dollars. And I think there are platforms that would take him, uh, not take him, but you know, he could be on YouTube or fucking iTunes or normal. He doesn't like, nobody has to pay you a hundred million dollars to say what you want to say. Mm -hmm. But to me, it's like, I, I, I don't think anybody should be rem removed. Cause I worry about when concern cause conservatives are doing it today. There. Oh, The Rock had a, a transphobic tweet in 2011. Mm -hmm. uh, Howard Stern used the N word and and said this and that and this and in the 1990s, 2000s, 2010s, 2015s. Like now, it's all being used as like a way to to sort of. It's all being used as a way for two groups of people to fight with each other, and that's just gonna fuck up people who are entertainers who are like, we're going to argue back and forth and be like, this show shouldn't be on this platform. This show shouldn't be on this platform. Somebody could take me and Brett off for some shit. We said, you know, I always said like, if somebody found the KJB chance that they could just be like, these guys are promoting violence and shit. So like, I don't like when people get pulled off of their platform or, or, or pulled off their platform. But like, I also don't think, 
I don't, I'm, I'm not, I don't care about Joe Rogan. <laughs> I don't, I don't care if he gets pulled off. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. The meat is the apology, dude. You got to see that apology. I, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. I don't know. We gotta get to calls. We don't have. We don't have that many. Yeah. I we mean, can talk. It doesn't matter. He okay. has that. He has that scenario though, where he's like was only trying to do it like. Because he brings up, like, uh, Tom Sawyer all the time. Like, that's why he's constantly saying it. Is that it? Cause, yeah, because he's, like, okay. constantly uh, dropping quotes from Tom Sawyer or uh, reading, you know, some sort of, you know, uh, retelling a, a Quentin Tarantino movie line, you know, stuff like that. Okay. He was one of those. And that was, yeah, there's a lot of weird guys that are like, I'm quoting it. I'm not going to say the N-word if that's not what was said, you know? Yeah. I mean, that is weird, though, too. Like... I, I, I can't see myself quoting a movie that uses the N-word. Like, I would just choose not to do that yeah. part of the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, there are all kinds of other parts of, like, Pulp Fiction that don't have the N-word. And you could even do an edgy one with, like, the F-words. And, like, you could say fucking shit and stuff. Like, all that stuff is fair game. But, like, yeah. I You know. He's just a guy that wants to get away with... He's, he's but, just a guy that wants to get away with shit. It's like a way to get away with saying a word that you're not supposed well, to say. I also, I mean, with the, the point of it all is that the only, the only arena that these people ever find it's fun to play around in is like the fascist yep. arena. Like they never do jokes about troops. You know, they don't ever say do American flag jokes. You know, he like drapes his studios in it. Like. So they they're never they're never actually for any sort of like open mindedness or free speech or any of that stuff. Yes. You know, it's it's like mm -hmm. that. You know, we have to we have to talk every idea out. We have to see. We, we don't. We have to hash it out. It's like you never hashed out like uh, the monetary system in in the United States. You never hashed out like that uh, old capitalism versus communism death death toll. You know, mm -hmm. like what it actually would be. You know? Yeah, they never they never hash out like what the military's doing when they're in Iraq. Yeah, like some of the stuff that me and you say on this show and said before was like, listen, like I wanted to be a shock jock. I just happened to fucking take this stupid left turn right when I was able to do <laughs> radio. But I still said I've said shocking shit on this show in the past, and I will say shocking shit again. It just depends. It looks like we're going to go to war. I'm going to say shocking stuff if we go to war. You know what I mean? I just don't say it all the time. And, and, and like, yeah, yeah, I just and somebody in the chat yeah. said something really funny, too. Uh, what did I say? Quoting Lenny Bruce used to be his regular yeah, excuse, which I've heard is. that. Yeah. And in tunage uh, for said, I had a teacher in high school who had us read aloud from Huck Finn and would be upset if we skipped the N word. And like. I it's got weird. Uh, yeah, my fucking it's a game. My my daughter in eighth grade had a history teacher that read yeah. a book with the N words in it. And she's like, Dad. She came home and didn't explain the context or anything. She's like, Dad, my history teacher said the N word, and I was like, Okay, I'm gonna complain. That's one that'll get me in for a, a parent teacher conference. <laughs> but she was like, he was reading Uncle Tom's Cabin or some book, and I was like. Yeah, it's sickos, man. It's these fucking. There's just sickos. It's weird because you're sickos. like. It's weird because you are like. I shouldn't. Why did he say it? Because like I, I don't feel like. But I he said it like ninety fucking times, dude. He says it all. It was a regular no, yeah. part of seventy times, seventy shows. Yeah, which is 
more than 70 times. They pulled 70 yeah. shows. It could have been a bunch of... So, yeah, I'm with you, man. I don't know what happened. I'm going to listen to the apologies tonight and probably do them on I'm Sorry this week and uh, uh, see, see what they are. But uh, I just don't think he's a guy that is particularly uh, reflective on, on the things he's done or said. And, like... Uh, I, I think he's yeah. probably on the phone with Anthony Cumia telling him, like, yeah. I can't believe this shit. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I do want to say that if you want to listen to another good podcast about it, uh, Jake Flores uh, and Anders did a good job. Uh, Alex was there but didn't say anything for the entire interview on uh, Pod Damn America. Really? Yeah. <laughs> they talked to Steve Albini, and uh, it was really good. Okay. And Because uh, he's a guy that has uh, lots of that shit in his past. Yeah. Uh, and like you said, with the the Sarah Silverman, Howard Stern, he kind of explains it away like, yeah, I did it. I thought at the time things we thought about things differently. And then that was a stupid way to think I mean, about them. Dude. It didn't change. And I don't feel that way anymore. And you can just mature and you grow older. And yeah, SSD control. I always think about that. Right. It's like there's this scene of people like minor threat and shit like that. And there was the band SSD control and they use the SS as like part of their flyer and it's like people just used to be like yeah into hitler as like a thing like as a shocking thing they would say i'm not racist i'm just like really into saying hitler i'm stuff. just saying stay away from me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right we can take some calls let's see if we got any hitler fans on the phone that would suck <laughs> the hitler fan came on thanks for calling street fight who we're talking to tonight hey this is uh Danny in Brooklyn, not a Hitler fan. Oh, uh, okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Thank you for calling and, and keeping keeping us clear. We want to know if everybody that calls is a Hitler fan, and then we're going to block your number if you are a Hitler fan. We don't like we're it. fighting fascism one caller at a yep. time. Me and Brett don't like Hitler, so the new rule is if you call into street fight, you have to either when you tape your message about what you're going to talk about, this just say, like, not into Hitler. The worst idea. We should not say this on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> What's actually, up? Um, well, are you are you you're familiar with the children's book uh, author Roald Dahl, right? I am. Yes. Uh, one of the weirdest things that he ever said, because he was kind of like a virulent anti-Semite, but one of the weirdest things he ever said about Hitler specifically is he called him a little stinker. That is a weird one because that sounds like he's cute. Yeah, in a way, I'm a little stinky. Yeah, I... <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you it's, what. It's every once in a while. Oh, Go ahead, Danny. I'm sorry, I, I cut you off. While, whenever I'm. Oh no, it's fine. Um, when I talk to my friend, uh, my friend Carrie, I'll just be talking about uh, talking about someone to be like, man, that that person was such a little stinker, just like Roald yeah. Dahl thinks about Adolf Hitler. <laughs> I'll tell you what's weird, and, and Leslie, Leslie actually said this on the show that we did on the episode of I'm sorry. He was, he was saying to me that like, um, uh, Lovecraft had a cat with a racist name. I have no idea what the cat's name was. It was uh, the N word. It was the N word. <laughs> and he was like, uh, it's weird that people get They call Lovecraft racist and like say his stuff is racist. Right. And he's like, when Lovecraft was alive, every white person was racist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was just like a part of being a That's white true. person. <laughs> yeah. 
No, I um, I actually, I, I don't know how, I don't know, how, I don't know, I don't want to how uh, how much I want to go down this path, but I did watch the other night that movie Just Mercy. It was on. I th- was trying to watch Rampage on TNT, <laughs> and I ended up with the Black History Month movie, and uh, it's really good movie. But I hate these movies so much because they are catered to the white audience. Even the criminal like had a hard go- the white criminal that sold this sent this guy to jail for decades. He has this all shucks. I I had a turn of heart moment, and it's like everybody's supposed to be real excited for this guy that that lied about a a black man to send him to fucking jail for for his whole life. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, fuck that guy. There was there's nothing redeeming about him. <laughs> I know. I agree with you. There's nothing redeeming about that. I wonder if that was a true part of the story, or if that's it one was. of those things. I looked it up. Okay, good. I did. At least it was. A, at least it wasn't something they added. It's like when that movie and and. You guys might remember this. Uh, I remember the last movie that was sort of in that in that weird world of like uh, the Help. Do you remember when oh the Help God. came out? Oh, that was yeah, that it was, was right mind at the blowing. End. That's when people had too much. <laughs> that that did snap. That was a snapping point. It was. It was. People were like, no, nope. No, no, no. We're not going to do this. Yeah. The white ladies were doing Beyonce at the same time as watching The Help. Yeah. But they were... So, the, I remember when The Help was coming out, I would see the commercials and I'd be like, well, oh, this is some lady movie or something. You know, whatever I thought at the time. And then I would <laughs> I would read in the... I, I would see on the internet maybe or somewhere like... The Help is a is a racist movie, and I just I remember actually because I wasn't like a, a you know I don't know like a woke guy at the time or anything. I'd be like I was just like how's that racist? Now I look at it and I'm like it's an extremely racist no. movie. Well, me as I mean the best way to be is always to be a downer because you'll always be right in the end. <laughs> I remember Erica took me to see that movie, wanted to see that movie, and I was like. That lady never had a fucking good time. They treated that woman like shit. There was no ha- there was no happy back and forth between these fucking women. Like white ladies despised the fucking help. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody was like you're not being fun. And I'm like I I know, but that they true tried to make they tried to make it into this fun little uh, you know, there were some good whites back then, though, that were really cutting it up, you know, and they had hearts of gold. You, and you're one of them. And I'll say this. Now I'm looking at like dates and shit. The help came out 2011 when Street Fight came out. So I would have been looking at the internet and seeing why it was yeah. racist. But listen to this. The movie before it that led to the help being made. 2009 movie. Sandra Bullock. Yep. The Blind Side. The Blind Side, yeah. That movie led to the help being made because that movie got i think it won an oscar yeah people loved it? it and it was like at that time it was like you're allowed to make this movie and then two years later they were like no more <laughs> uh sorry danny what, what's going on tonight <laughs> oh no it's, no it's totally fine i was just when you said it came out in 2009 i was like damn it's fucking 13 years ago uh yeah. but no, I, uh, I'm just, I'm just here uh, in New York right now, and I had uh, a little bit of a commentary on the recent uh, NYPD deaths that happened oh, yeah. um, that may that were like quasi quasi national news. I'm sure you guys uh, saw those like pictures on Twitter of them like being kind of shitty and like basically like it being like, kind of like a swarm of locusts on Fifth Avenue. 
Yeah, I saw um, I saw the like picture. Shops. I saw the picture and I was like, God damn, how many fucking people, how many fucking cops are there in New York? Like, did they you see the road? No, they have a whole military. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. There's so many cops. It looked like like any protest march. <laughs> Yeah, it's about, at any given time, I don't know if it was this much in that March, but there are about 30,000 plus New York City cops, but, uh, would, and I think if they were a army, they would, they're, they're up there, I can't remember the statistic, but they're like top 10 of like individual armies for sure, and um, the funny part about that though, um, which I think is like a valid point that you kind of brought up where you're like, damn, that's a lot of cops, I was doing... Um, bike messenger work um, during one of those parades. And I say that very purposely because there were actually two whole parades. So you actually, I want funerals, whatever you want to call it. I, I'm been, I've been calling a parade, but like uh, there was the one that you saw the pictures from and I wasn't working that day because I think it was a Saturday. And I was like, damn, that's insane, but whatever. But then the next Wednesday, they had the second cops parade which was kind of wild to me because I was like, wait a minute, they're doing like two whole, you know, closures. Two days. A, of it's like, like a fest now. I mean, and uh, yeah. Yeah, no, and I, I really do mean closure because like it was, uh, yeah, dude, I mean, working that day was like absolutely the worst. And I was doing deliveries in the rain and it sucked. And um, I was writing up, kind of like closer to Radio City Music Hall, which is on around 6th Avenue and like 45th, 50th Street. And all these cop cars are just in the bike lane, which is like, whatever, that's par for the course. But uh, I kept seeing all these cop cars not from New York City. Like I saw like, you know, like Hempstead, New York and like Rahway, New Jersey and like fucking like, Uh... you know, Blooming, Bloomington, Bloomington, New Jersey. And I even saw, I saw a cop car from Philadelphia, like parked, yeah. in the bike, <laughs> parked in the bike lane. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this isn't even all New York City cops. This is just like outer, outer, outer borough people who are basically just like having like a field day field trip to Times Square, essentially. Like it was basically like if you took Times Square and it's supernova out like an extra mile and that is what the city was like that day where it was it was so busy and there was so much traffic that it was honestly a little bit difficult to ride around on a bicycle which is like the advantage of riding a bike in new york city and so like the like it's like the the manhattan amusement park had a a cop day yeah where they only let officers in well the police you know, the police spend all their time beating people up for blocking traffic, so they wanted to take a day to block traffic themselves. Oh, they... First of all, like, you couldn't have told me that that was a funeral, because I did not see one sad face that entire day. It was all... I'm telling you, it was like when I was in eighth grade and I took a field trip New York City for the Washington DC <laughs> like New York City field trip that everybody took at the time because they were all just in there in their dress blues just giggling like idiots just yeah, like oh my bad. gosh I can't wait to go to the Sabaros whoa it was, it was like the dumbest shit 
I've ever seen. And yeah, they just wreaked havoc all day, just like walking around, getting in the way. And they came from at least as far away as Philadelphia. And uh, yeah, that was the second time that they did it. They did it like once on Saturday and once on Wednesday. And like, I mean, talk about like economic, like quote unquote economic, you know, disruption, like the amount of bullshit that they caused that day, like probably, you know, it stopped like whatever, how many millions of dollars from transacting, not like I gave a shit, but like they're always talking about like, you know, when that ship got caught in the Suez Canal, they're like every day that this ship is in here, it causes a million dollars to not, to not get transacted. So, I mean, yeah, can man, I, it's, it's stuck. Can I say that, like, the reason I would think there weren't a lot of frowns, maybe I'm wrong, maybe this is really insensitive thing to say, but I also, like, don't really care, um, is that, like, they probably, in their, in their T-Rex brains, think that, like, this is their chance to be on, to be liked again. To be like, remember when 9-11 happened, you never, I didn't like the police, but when 9-11 happened, like everybody had to like the police. You weren't allowed to say nothing mean about the police until like 2009 or something like that. And like, uh, maybe in their mind, they just sort of thought like, well, now's the time. If if we can make a big yeah. scene, then people won't be allowed to be mad at us anymore. No, it's absolutely what it is. I mean, they're feeling validation by being surrounded by thousands of other people that are willing to do the fucking job. Like they're surrounded by scumbags like them. It's like being at like a fucking Christian camp or whatever. Yeah. And then you have these martyrs that died to, to prove that you're needed because these people out in Patterson, New Jersey think that there's Uzi gun runners in the streets mowing cops down and shit. You know? that, that's also fine because you do know that the people that show up at these things do think they're going into oh, yeah. a war zone and they're in Times Every Square. Day. Every day of my life, I'm going into a war zone out here in Pataskala, Ohio. Yeah, yeah. But didn't you send me a story about even them being crazy? Who? Pataskala? You, you... No, they're lazy. Oh they're yeah, they sleeping. They sleeping. But I'm okay with that. In Pataskala, Ohio, some uh, some uh, plowing company had enough of the police and started taking pictures of them sleeping in the car. They're like, "We're trying to get this parking lot cleared at the Krogers. No, and the cops are blocking it. They, this is what they do with your money. So they take pictures of cops sleeping in their cars. I don't understand. And and listen, I don't want any cops or whatever at all. But I don't I don't understand why they can't just like I know why, but. Why can't they just sit at home and then somebody calls them and they go and do what they got to do? Why do they have to go sit in a parking lot and sleep? Like, what does that, what does that solve or do at all? I would just think if, I mean, it's work like, any, I mean, they want you to be working. It's Make like, work. they, yeah, you have to be actively working. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I just, I, yeah. I, I think if I was running a utopia with the kind of police that I could be cool with, it uh, would you're, literally you're eight, you already overstepped the boundaries sure but it would be just people that sit at home all day and then uh they'll jump in front of a bullet for for you or break up a fight or make sure the fight doesn't go to the death uh -huh. you know what for i mean sure. they'll referee a fight too. <laughs> yeah 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 they'll stop a fight they'll referee a Did fight you, uh... um well you'll love that i mean they do have that kind of weird patronage system 
does translate into other elements of the New York City like municipal government system. Like, did you guys ever hear about those guys, those subway workers who like basically made a little like a little like you know like uh, rumpus room down yep. in an abandoned like yeah they like I mean <laughs> they got paid like hundreds of thousands of dollars that they had a mini fridge and like a pull out like yeah. couch and it was awesome like. They was, should. Like, there's plenty of ways. To, yeah, there's plenty of ways to like, you know, be chill and like uh, take money from the system. But they, yeah, all, it's like, you know, all these other these thirty thousand ish people, they just happen to do it in a much more violent and, and uh, implosive way. Do you know what nobody ever brings up about that story about the transportation workers that built their own man cave? in the uh uh in the subway <laughs> nobody ever brings up like maybe take a picture of the break room and then a picture of that room and i can guarantee their break room is purely a shithole with rats in it and it's just disgusting so they were like oh we can make a better break room you know yeah people de- the workers deserve first of all they deserve two hour lunches but they also deserve like a fresh break room i think for sure. Like, why not? Like, have some Legos in there. Have <laughs> have some TVs. <laughs> have all that stuff. Have you seen the pizza place that was asking people to sign away their breaks? No. You haven't seen that? that? No. Nobody what? sent it to me. Uh, Domino's somewhere? I'll, really? You I'll didn't wreck see that? them. I will wreck them. They're saying, like, it is required by law, but you can sign this piece of paper and you don't have to follow the law no more. Oh, Ain't that... nobody gonna tell me how to live. <laughs> Pizza version. Oh, god damn it, dude. This idea of, like, Did you, you shouldn't can... be allowed to have a break is, like, what is a 15-minute break doing that's so goddamn bad, you know? But, yeah, I think, like... Break rooms could totally be better, I believe. Uh, so they deserve that. I don't think the cops deserve anything, but yeah. I, I the cops deserve to not be in alive. Yes, that's a good way to say yeah. it. Yes. We yes. don't need that. You're right. I mean, pe- we yeah. need people to clean up dead bodies. We need someone to hold on to someone having an episode until they chill out. Mm-hmm. You know, we need ambulances for heart attacks. Uh, we don't need police. Yep. That's what I think. And, Everybody, and, nobody likes. I mean, yeah. It's just obvious. There's, yeah, it's a psychotic cult, uh, but they're in charge, and they're they will will definitely kill you. And, and again, they have all the power. Let me say this. And again, they don't need to always be working. That is the fucking thing. Is they're always working, and that's why there's always a problem with the police other than the racism and all that stuff but like they have to have something to do so they have to be on the clock so they have to be annoying people if you go to the grocery store the the cop that's doing like special duty that guy always seems like not as annoying as they are when they're not doing special duty where they're just and i always think about it like this i'm like if when the cops work at a grocery store, they have to be nice to you and shit because the grocery store doesn't want a cop being in there being mean yeah. to the customers, you know? Uh go beat their ass outside. Yeah. That might that might have that they should have to be on grocery store behavior all the time. Okay. <laughs> like we the do, guy we we do have uh 
we do have like special cops like that here as well. Like not necessarily for grocery stores, but like there's a, a high end camera store you may have heard of called B and H that's yep. centered in New York City. And uh, if you ever visit here again, you got to go to it. It's basically like a giant Rube Goldberg device. But um, it, there's a guy who basically there's just always a New York City police uh, police officer standing in there because it's like it's one of those things where they're like, you will not steal this 5500 Sony A7S camera. So well, like we have that here, but just in different ways. They make like $90 an hour to do yeah. what's called special duty here at night. And like you go into the oh fucking store and they're like, hey, buddy, how you doing? Or, hey, we're we're closing. They act like any of the other employees they at the like store. They are working there, yeah. Yeah, they don't like yell at people. Hey, they're about to start washing up around here in about 10 minutes now. <laughs> yeah, they don't chase people around. They, they don't. Give, they I give mean, your kid a sticker. Yeah, and if you're if you if you do get caught stealing, they just take you in the back room or whatever. It's rough you up. No, they just do what they do. Anytime they regularly catch you stealing, where it's like they go in there and say, "Don't come in the store no more." I'll call the police. We're gonna yeah, take we, you away. We took your picture. And like, I, I think that there is a world where we can have people who are very nice all the time, and also aren't at work and can't bust you for speeding. Cause that's another thing we got to get rid of this speeding. These yeah, I know. I got to get these, I got to deliver this food to DoorDash. I know. I know. If you want your food there on time. Door- you got to get rid of these speed limits. We got to get these <laughs> cops off the road. <laughs> Moloch Frolic uh, says we can kill I- you. Enjoy your shopping. <laughs> we could kill you. Yeah. Well, I mean, we do have a gun and we could kill you. <laughs> Yeah, I would also say, uh, this is a little bit different, um, but I know you've, uh, actually it is a completely different subject, but I would say uh, recently I have also been on my uh, my eBay game, and oh, I know nice. you've done that in the past as well, Brett, and yeah. uh, I have to say, I've been, I was out of the game for a little while, but I've been going on these uh, estate sale auction sites, yeah. and uh, I feel, it, there's some... There's some real cherry stuff out there right now. It's For real. Sure. It's a real fun world out there. If you're trying to buy like a 1950 GE wall clock and like resell it for like $150. Yeah, it's all, the, like old, a great all the old people are dying from coronavirus there. right now. So all of their cool shit that we always wanted, all yeah. of our all of our <laughs> grandparents' stuff, we can now get their old Pyrex at a premium. Really? So eBay yeah. is it big fucking, now? Collectibles are up. Yeah, and all of that stuff. All, I mean, I've seen TikToks about it too. People that are into very weird specific genres and then all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh. And since March 2020, there's been a lot more of, uh, what is that, uh, uranium glass has been has made it to the thrift store than before, you know? Well, well guess what? Guess who's more yeah, vintage gowns? Of- guess who just went on lot- eBay and typed Lego in the search? <laughs> you can get bootleg oh, Legos no. on there. You can get the cheap ones. Get bootlegos. I'm worried Get about the instruction manual on the bootleg Legos. Bootlegos. That's my worry. Bootlegos. I'm worried about the instruction manual. Wish.com <laughs> has bootlegos too. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, you, feel I like... mean, learn Mandarin though. That's kind of a good. Uh, that's like a good skill. John Cena can do it. I know he did. He can also play piano. I learned this week. Jesus. Played Home Sweet Home at the end of Peacemaker. What a what a fucking class act. I was fucking annoyed that I was like. He's really playing Home Sweet Home because they, they zoomed out and you could see him actually playing the goddamn song. I was so mad at him. I'm just like, you're ripped. 
you you are this TV show that he's doing the peacemaker yeah. is genuinely very funny yeah. and good no one can see you no one can you can wrestle yeah uh and he, you can he see apolog- Brian, he, apolog- he apologized he apologized yeah. too yeah oh oh who can i have his, a you cena cover apology his china, his china apology yeah yeah i yeah, got to do he, that he's some semi fluent in mandarin <laughs> <laughs> I love this apology show. I I think I could just turn the whole thing into the apology slash October Patreon. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it, it is a, it is honestly, as somebody that's done dating over the last year, uh, the apology is like just as much of a part of life as like sex is. You know, it's, like, yeah. it's a perfect. It's a, it, apologizing is something you do. Honestly, I mean, I do one every day, I feel like. I do, too. I just apologize for being in the grocery store at the wrong time. You know, like, if I'm in the bread aisle and you were trying to, like, take your time and look, but now I'm causing you pressure, I'm sorry. I say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wasn't watching you pick, (laughs) but I kind of wanted to see what your thought process was. I did uh, just send uh, my brother an apology because I went to his birthday dinner. I was having an anxiety attack. Okay. And I was like, I hope it didn't ruin your birthday dinner brother but uh i was having a little panic attack and when you go to a steakhouse that's gonna cause me to have even more of a panic attack because everything's expensive uh-huh mm. you don't think about how expensive a steakhouse is my dude they're no it's literally for men to show off how much money they have when you fucking it's see stupid that the one piece of your meal is 55 dollars yeah that'll send you way down a road especially when you, you just apps too. capriciously well, spent $69 on a Lego ship in a bottle. That's true. <laughs> Is that the steak or the ship or the bottle? Which would you rather have? Ship in a bottle. Yeah. I'll go home and fucking eat Jello all night if I can have the ship <laughs> in the bottle. Popcorn and Jello. Which I have. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> um, <coughs> excuse me. Pardon me. Uh, yeah, I would just say uh, to any of the people out there buying and selling antiques and what have you, uh, friendly reminder to buy lead tests if you, mm. because let me tell you, I've been touching a lot of old things and the more I look at them, I'm just like, you know what? This probably has lead paint on it and I should figure that out because, <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh, you know, they weren't, they were not testing for those things back then. True. True. Yeah, that is. Yeah. But I mean, if you're making good money off of it, I'm looking at Legos on eBay and they cost the same as the damn store. What would you think it would be? I thought they'd be cheaper. You got to look for used Legos. Because they're used. You're look, a Ziploc bag full of Legos? No, what? I need the box because I need the instructions. No, stop. You can you will be no, fine with a Ziploc no. bag and with the instructions in it. One, A few gallon Ziploc bags with the instructions tucked in. Adult-owned, smoke-free home. That's perfectly fine. Adult-owned, smoke-free home. <laughs> that's that's, everybody- no, the, 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 rule of, the, the rule of thumb when it comes to buying and selling anything like that, especially something like Legos, is if, you, if you're looking on eBay or Craigslist or anything like that, you've already lost. The yeah. only way to find things actually cheap is if you go to an estate sale where somebody hasn't had like the prying eyes of the internet basically on it. Yeah, because like the thrift store never just trying to make a profit. Thrift store Legos is a great band name, but a bad idea. And I never find anything at the thrift store. I found one thing that I liked at a thrift store, and that was the Dr. Laura board game, because that's a crazy thing to own. But like thrift store is the bomb. 
I never found anything at the thrift store. You're it's all like a lot of You're stuff that you shop on eBay. We shop at estate sales. I've, I've never, You're first of all, I've never been doing a state sale, but I will go to one. How many fucking old people are dying and leaving their Legos? A lot right now. With Legos? They well, old Lego know. guys? <laughs> You're going to go dig for Legos, I guess. Yeah. Guys, you got to go garage sailing. You got to wake up at 6 a.m. on a fucking Friday and hit up them garage sailies when they first get set up in the morning. Yeah. But you don't do freestyle Legos. You should do freestyle. You should do art. You should do like outsider art shit. I don't know like why you art. would even do freestyle Legos. I don't Whenever even know how that fucking works. desires. You can just put them together. You literally just follow the the, the thread of thought. I don't know they about that. They just keep building dude. upon the last brick. I don't know. Maybe maybe once I get better at Legos. Like when I buy the the uh globe, which is my next big one, the Lego Why? Globe. That seems not like a good idea. It's like that 3000 seems... pieces, dude. You can do better than that. <laughs> Globes are a lie. Globes are a little What about the presumptuous. Death Star? That's like a huge one. Yeah, but I don't have 700 bucks, you know. Uh the the Lego globe is Build like two seventy nine. I didn't. I am the Bugatti and shit. I'm There's building cool. one of the cars, but like I want that new. The, I sound like such a dork. They have Maryland. a um. They actually have a Lego. Uh, fuck. What is the Lego? Car? My ego. They have a Lego uh, Volkswagen bus. Oh god. That I want to get. It has a little daisy that sits in the holder next to the steering wheel yeah and they have a lego uh uh what's the a lamborghini but it's like 279 dollars yeah but it looks right you dropped 360 you dropped 338 so i'm three lego kits though yeah you gotta find yeah you gotta find a better way yeah the globe is 264.99 wish.com lego and i'll never have that much money to spend on on a lego globe save up but it does have 21,300, oh no, 2585 pieces, which is a good amount. Because what I'm working on now has like a little over a thousand. It's taken me like three, four days. Okay. I can't believe I'm playing with Legos. They're fun. People like them. I mean, they people are obsessed roll, with dude. them. I believe me. I know. You need to get, you need to, uh, you need to get a room in the house that just has storage bins that you put all your blocks by color in shape like little tackle boxes and shit yeah yeah you have zero tools at your house but you have a lego shape for any situation yeah yeah i i mean i can make lego furniture there you go once i get real lego land i want to go to lego land somebody asked me in the chat when i'm going to lego land we can go it's in town and and that's in either florida or california because i want to stay at the resort oh yeah that looks fun as (laughs) ryan went charlotte showed me she always just showed me that ryan's adventure bullshit and she showed me legoland one time and i was like maybe maybe we'll do that (laughs) (laughs) yeah i gotta make a pilgrimage to my home country yeah legoland there's also one at the mall we can go start at the mall dude yeah i'll go charlotte yeah i'll go to the mall just use charlotte as an excuse yeah, well, you say, oh, it's my grandbaby. She's crazy about these things. Yeah. She and, wants the VW bus. Yeah, she wants <laughs> she wants this fucking, uh, what's that, Senna? Uh, <laughs> yes. That McLaren Senna yeah, car. Right. Which is the next one I might buy because it's it's a little cheaper. Oh, really? Yeah. It's not a high price? Um, no. Ew. No, you got to buy it. I can't believe I'm just remembering uh, this, Brian, but I actually, my, my friend's friend, his official job title was like 
the one of the like twenty six Lego inventioneers or whatever, or oh, the people who man. make yeah. the actual designs for them. Cool. I'm into that. I'm into that. But here's the thing: while me and Brett were off, while me and Brett were off for a month, uh, this is really embarrassing and weird, especially in light of my Lego obsession. Now, uh, when we were off, I got really, really, really obsessed with like Disney stuff, like uh, theme what? park stuff. Yeah, I don't. I didn't want to tell anybody about it. for what reason. <laughs> I fucking, I have a weird like relationship with with like theme parks because like I'm afraid of all the rides, but I'm obsessed uh-huh. with all the rides. The imagination. Yeah, and so I watched a lot of documentaries about the Imagineers and about Disney World and about Disneyland and about Walt Disney and about then about Cedar Point and then about like just all the theme parks. I just I watched every episode of this thing called Defunct Land, you, which is just about old rides. Oh man. This yeah. show you you imagined the police being good and you came out as adult Disney. On I'm not an show. adult Disney fan. I'm never going to <laughs> Disney World. I just saw the Disney Basically, I I Blue watched every Mickey head. I watched everything on YouTube about Disney. For what reason? I don't know. I fucking. What found, about Cedar Point? What about some? I did. Pride. They they don't do. They don't make documentaries about Cedar Point like they do everything. Disney. There's yeah, only like one or two. Frozen underneath Cedar Point. Yeah, there's only like one or two Cedar Point things, and all of them are about. Uh, all the Cedar Point things are about. Uh, fuck this disaster transport. Which was a roller coaster here that like is gone now. That uh, was like uh, it wasn't. It was a roller coaster I rode, so it's not good. Yeah, I but remember it. It's like gone now, but it was a super themed like roller coaster. And then the Kings Island one, all of them are about Tomb Raider the ride, which I actually rode that too and cursed out all the people that I was with in front of a bunch of children because it was one of the most scary experiences of my life, and they told me it wasn't scary. So did gaslight you? So now. If I do go to Legoland, here's the problem with Legoland now. Now that you've now that somebody's asked this, there's it's a roller coaster place, and uh, I'm afraid of roller coasters, so I don't even know what I would do there. If it was a you place can gaze you upon them, the, that's true. You can imagine their <laughs> the excitement. If it was a place you could go to and build Lego stuff all day, that's I would do that. I would love that. That's just like a club at your local library. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have to go to California to do that. Brian, you should uh, you should come to New York and come down to Coney Island and ride the the thing that we have here. It's like a little, it's an incredibly dangerous small <laughs> roller coaster. <laughs> that's my that's my thing. I'm scared of those too, though. That's the that's the fucking thing, man. Like I am really, really, really afraid of rides. Really, that's so surprising to, about you. Really? No. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> no. I would think it's people obvious. would think I was like a thrill guy, like a thrill ride guy. Yeah, I'm not. I am scared shitless of them. So, I've I've been on like four roller coasters in my life, and every single one of them I cried, <laughs> and I was like older than crying age. <laughs> Do they use those like rubbery ass Lego wheels like on their stuff on their rides? I, they should. Use, rubber, I'm looking at shit. the hotel rooms right now. Uh, they have Ninjago rooms. Fun. I think I the one that I saw was like they had like an indoor pool that was filled with Lego blocks. Oh, and like floaties and shit. 
Well, they have adventure rooms, pirate rooms, kingdom rooms, and Ninjago. So it looks like I'd probably be in the Ninjago room. You, okay. Because I don't... Ninjago lifestyle, huh? Well, I, I like ninjas. Okay. And but not kingdoms? I, no, no. No. It's like Game of Thrones kingdoms. Oh, no. I was thinking Animal Kingdom. Nope, nope. And pirates. Too Suck, Reddit horrible. for me. Just Never been good. Yeah. Just uh, blot them out from history. Adventure rooms is like... Maybe I'm into that because when I was a kid, I was like really into the idea that I would end up being like a, an Indiana Jones. Um, yeah, <clears throat> common. Yeah, but Ninjago is Ninjago is the way to go. Yeah, I you mean, gotta study the blade. Four. You gotta study the ninja, <laughs> yeah. Ninjago blade. I'm also a guy that likes knives and stuff. So. I actually cut my teeth on eBay. Ninjago <clears throat> came out when I worked at a toy store, so I would get like all of them and buy them early in the morning and then list them on eBay for a few <laughs> times the price. Yeah. Okay, so they do the room in your room. You have Legos too, so that's all. That's nice. Yeah, you get to sleep. You open up the desk drawer. There's a Lego <laughs> Bible in there and a bunch of loose pieces. You just start building like God's kingdom on top of it. Oh, dude, you can. You also get the Legoland Times newspaper. <laughs> is it made of? I mean, it all. I mean, is there food made out of blocks? I mean, can I get waffles that like? are shaped like uh, Lego bricks and build like a waffle tower. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm looking at these rooms and uh, I don't know. They look like small, very small hotel rooms. Actually, the pirate rooms are they look all like that a plastic though cuz it might be room. easy to wipe down. They might not stain or anything. You <laughs> can just spray it down with the hose. It's all Lego <laughs> plastic, just molded. It's like a Honda element. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you can do whatever the fuck you want in there. It's just Lego brick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Danny, thanks for calling. Uh, it's good to see you here oh, from yeah. you. Oh, yeah. And enjoy the rest oh, yeah, of your great. evening. All right. I'll see you guys later. Bye. Yeah, bye. Peace. That was a good call. call. <sighs> they got we Lego just, boats. It was a good call because they let us talk all over him. Man, Danny's great. He yeah. always does. What he a always pal. does. Great pal. Uh, yeah. There's. I don't know. Maybe I'm not. Like into going to Legoland, it looks really, really, really low rent. It's for kids. Yeah, it's it's like super for kids. Like then it's embarrassing if I'm there being like, oh my god, look at all the Legos. Yeah, you have a five thousand piece set. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Where are the techniques of the creator uh, yeah. imprints? That's the ones I'm into. Oh, can I tell you a story? Yeah. Uh, I had some uh, winter PSD, PTSD. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Rachel works for a distribution center mm -hmm. and on Thursday, when the big snowstorm was coming through, she works from 11 to three or 11 to eight, sorry, which I have to tell you is the worst shift ever. I, I know you're it. a big proponent of it, but it it's the worst because you can't go to concerts. You can. You show up, you can't see the openers of a concert no. and you're in a rush no. and you don't get to eat after work. Mm -hmm. You yeah. have to go straight to the show to get and just live off cocktails that's how i live though I that love is it. true yeah and that's i did the same thing at that age um but so she works at a warehouse she drives all the way to the warehouse the news has been talking about snow all goddamn day long right we all know it's bad as soon as she gets there she she said that everybody's walking out and someone said hey you're going the wrong way which did make me remember how awesome that feeling was getting a day off yeah, when you're walking into work and everybody's like, hey, you're going the wrong way, man. And you're like, what's going on? And they're like, they said we don't have to come in. It's like, but we drove all the way here. Why did we come all the way here? 
and do stretches for five minutes and then you said actually we're going home because the weather's bad we all fucking knew that we and at this point we all have text messages and slacks and teams and everything why the fuck did you make us come in right yes yeah so it snows from thursday night as you're driving home it's horrible until the next day it's it's until it goes until two the next day she wakes up in the morning at like nine and is like, I have to get ready for work. And I'm like, you're not going to work. Are you fucking kidding me? And they're like, she has, they haven't canceled it. They didn't call off work on Friday. Yeah. There was no snow on Thursday. It snowed. We got inches and inches of it. They didn't call it off. She calls her employee line. Um, and they said, uh, first shift is off. You don't have to work. Uh, second and third shift or the home office is closed until noon. And we'll update this at 1130. <laughs> so basically she had to be at work at noon or she had to find out between 1130 and noon, like whether she had to work at noon. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. I hate that shit. And, <clears throat> and so I was like, they're not, they're going to not going to make you come in. You don't, shouldn't go in. You shouldn't go in. She was worried about it, which makes sense. I would be too. Good job. At a distribution. Distribution sound is a pretty like, good yes. Job. Yeah. And so eventually she's like, I'm not going to do it. She shows me a text message from people at work that are like, I need the fucking money, you know, which is like, if they're going to let me work, I'll risk my goddamn life because I need fucking a hundred dollars today. I get it. Yeah. So they announced that second shift is happening. Uh, and then at 1245, they announced that it's shut down again. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they, they kicked the fucking can. They want to see who shows up, but they also kicked the can. It was like, uh, nobody's made an announcement of what's happening at noon and nobody did. And it took until like 1244 for someone to say like, it looks like we're not working today. You know, yeah. like I one it was someone, uh, it's, it's so aggravating. Oh yeah. I used to have that a lot too. It, it, it and, fucking sucks. And you're risk. I mean, the roads were legitimately fucking horrible oh and you don't want to risk, you're risking your life, but you need money for the day. Yeah, you're like, if they'll way. fucking let me, I'll stand around and do it. FedEx isn't running. Nothing's fucking happening. I drove past, uh, on Friday, I drove past H&R Block. And I saw three motherfuckers sitting there with their hands in their heads. Yeah. Like, just wait. Nobody was going to get their fucking no. taxes done. Nobody's and they were required to be there. And they're just sitting, warming up a fucking chair all day long while, like, torrential weather builds outside. Yeah. It's fucking awful. Yeah, so stupid. I I uh, I used to have that at the cable company. They always expected you to be there because if people's cable goes out, they got to get it fixed. Yeah, but sometimes I mean, basically my method. But this is you know a place I worked at for seven years and had been there for a pretty long time. I didn't do this like the first two or three years I worked there was just to call them and be like, I can't get my car out, I can't come in today because I yeah. I knew it was just gonna be a hassle. Yeah, uh, but. Their yeah. attitude is just so fucking awful about it because it's never like they can see, treat you as people and say, hey, you know what? Uh, it did uh, fucking snow six inches overnight. I, we're not going to work today. I think it's best. No one's saving lives here. You know, I think it's best if we all stayed home. They're like uh, at 1244. They're like, I guess you get it off. Yeah. You know, that's like that's how they act about it. Yeah. They're like, like it's, frustrated. it's the fucking weather. Yeah. What are we supposed to do about this? Yeah. They're just it frustrated. Why does it matter if a fucking... POS systems get sent out or if a fucking a box of cargo shorts makes it. Yeah. None of this irrelevant to me having to fucking be there. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. It was the same way everywhere I've worked. It's been like, it's, wait till one minute before yeah. I'm supposed to be at work. And uh, they're like, boom. show up and we'll tell you to your face. You don't have to come in. If you're willing to drive all the way to here, if you're willing to drive all the way here, then we'll, we'll, uh, we'll say you can go home. Other than that, it's an occurrence, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure, yeah. You just get the get it, you know. Get the occurrence. I'm it's fine horrible. with that. All right. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hey, this is Lucas from Connecticut. How's it going? Great. How are you, Lucas? Doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, so you guys were talking um, about uh, Millie Vanilli on your uh, yeah. I'm Sorry podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That event where they were busted lip syncing. By the way, awesome podcast. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, but that incident took place at Lake Compound. And I was a job coach for a dude with developmental disabilities who worked at Lake Compounds uh, for a whole summer. Okay. What the 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 place where it's, the concert happened? Yeah, like where they were busted lip syncing and the, oh. the it started repeating the one line over and over. Again. They blew it, was it was at a, Lake Compound. A Lake Compound thing? blew it. Yeah, they blew it. No, I think what happened was like it was a CD. My understanding is that it was a CD they were using. Right, right, right. I don't understand. Can I ask this question then? Why couldn't they just say we... They could have just said, like, we lip sync in concert. Everybody yeah. does that shit. Instead of saying we... Like, somebody had to, like, just flip immediately. Like, they, they, they had the thing skip, and then a guy got on the phone and was like, I'm fucking sorry, man. They lip synced the whole thing. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> But, like, nobody at the uh, event was bothered by it. They, like, fixed the audio equipment and finished the concert relatively without incident. The night wrapped up. Everything was cool. Yeah. And then the media took it and, like, covered up whatever was actually happening with that sensational story. I agree, too. It's like, I can't imagine if I was in, like, I don't know. If I'm a fan of something, I don't really care how it's made, you know? Like that's that's the thing that strikes me as very weird about, it. and there was a lot of this uh, going on back in the '90s and shit like that in 2000s, where it's like, you know, you're a fan of this thing, you really enjoy this thing, you go to the concert, you see the fucking thing, you you saw what you wanted, you saw blame it on the rain, and you saw Robin Fab dancing, and it was a whole vibe. Mm -hmm. So, what's fucking what's the problem with it? That's what I'm trying to say, because I've said this before. You're saying they shouldn't have said, I'm sorry. No. And I'll say, I said this once before. Okay. I would go to like a Chuck E. Cheese with a Peter Steele animatronic and, and like a, a, a typo negative animatronics that's turned up as loud as a regular concert. I would go to that and I would go fucking bonkers and I would pay a hundred bucks to go see it, you know, which is probably... In equivalent times to Millie Vanilli, those tickets were probably 35 bucks, which was basically a hundred bucks back then. Mm. I don't care. I don't fucking care. I, yeah, I don't. It, it's hard to say. You care. So do you care if you found out that a band that you love right now, you got to think of the band you love the most right now, or Think of like a, a rapper you've been listening to since you were younger. Just something that you have a real emotional connection to. And you find out they're lip syncing or they didn't make the music. That is that going to make you mad? Yeah, it makes me think about that person differently to be true. I mean, that's that's a good point. Yeah, but I don't know. But it's also like uh, it was brought up like MF Doom. I think that's funny. I agree. And but also, but hip hop is a different thing because I also prefer uh, lip syncing with hip hop. 
Yeah, I've yeah. seen. I mean, I've seen a lot of rap acts where they scream their fucking voice to shreds, and you can't understand what they're saying. Yeah, I would rather just play the CD out loud while you like navigate the crowd. You know. Yeah, I just don't know. Like, I, I don't know like where the line it, is. What I, I would I pay to have a CD played in front of me with the guys that I like doing the dance? Yes, I would. I mean, <laughs> Millie Vanilli, if that's the experience, I just want to see the guys in the. The fucking bike shorts and the leather jackets. Yeah. Hump the air. Yeah. But back then, and I bet you, like, 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 is it Kyle? I'm sorry. Lucas. Lucas. Like Lucas said, everybody left that show and didn't fucking care. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. Just, you know, CD skipped. Yeah, I get it. You know, it's just very weird to but, me. Uh, how- Lake Compound, they've got like a history of uh, not doing so well with music acts. Uh, there's like a billboard of like fun facts as you're walking through the park and uh, um, Guns N' Roses was supposed to play a concert there in like 94 to like a sold out crowd, but the band never showed up is how oh. the uh, billboard phrases it. And I was like, that sounds a little bit like Axl Rose. Let me look into this. Turns out they had previously played at Hershey Park, which was owned by the same company and they never got paid. And then they were like scheduled to play a second <laughs> show at the lake. And they were like, fuck you. You didn't pay us. We're not doing it. So Wow. I'm kind of on board with that, blowing that off. That's kind of badass. That's kind of interesting. I'll I'll tell you. Wow, they put that out there like that. Weird. Yeah, because I went to a concert where there was a riot. Obvious. I I think I probably told the story. Um, uh, Not that concert. Not Woodstock 99. (laughs) Yes, I did go to that. But I went to a local show here. In Columbus, that ended in a riot. Ozfest '97. That's not local. Well, yeah, but it was in town. It was in Columbus, and uh, Ozzy did not show up. Uh, they didn't announce that Ozzy wasn't going to show up until uh, they didn't announce it at all. They didn't put signs up that Ozzy wasn't going to be there, and uh, they had the the first clue that I got that he wasn't going to be there. Was that they had, I don't remember. I think they had Marilyn Manson out there with like some people from Pantera and some people from other bands singing uh, uh, Crazy Train. And I was like, well, isn't Ozzy going to sing this? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then they like had all these different groups of, of like mixed up musicians and different bands come out and do these like really neat cover versions of Ozzy and Black Sabbath songs. But uh, people started throwing stuff at them, yeah, and booing because they figured it out once. They figured it out once they played four or five. Yeah, yeah. This, this is what we're getting for a Black Sabbath set. <laughs> yeah, but it was fresher than Black Sabbath, dude. It's like hearing Phil Anselmo sing Black Sabbath songs or hearing Peter Steele sing. Yeah, War Pigs and shit like that. It's cool. Yeah, it would be a. Mo- I mean, yeah, definitely like for nerds, something to go back in time. But. Yep. I would take that over an old Aussie set. Yeah, people were so hot under the collar and uh, fucking they were throwing stuff. And Phil Anselmo was on stage and he was like, okay, Ozzy ain't coming. Stop throwing stuff. And then two seconds later, he's like, fuck this shit. We're out of here. And just threw the mic down and uh, fucking left. And I was. He didn't give him a chance to win you over. Oh, no, 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 no. He no. was just like, shape up right now. All right, fuck y'all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I saw the fence 
going boom, 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 like back and forth. And people were just walking through the fence. They were flipping cars. They were lighting fires, breaking windows. The police helicopters flying around over the festival. And there had already been a bomb threat because it was Marilyn Manson was playing that year and Christians were going nuts and mm-hmm. they phoned in a bomb threat and I had a plane fly around and said, Jesus, love you. And you're sitting in the... You're sitting in the uh, park. We're just sitting in a parking lot. I fucking saw the police handcuff a guy to a tree. They were like, stay here. And Mm -hmm. they knew he wasn't going to stay there. So they handcuffed him to a tree. And then we tried to help him get off of it, but couldn't break the tree or whatever. Um, But like, I saw that happen and was like, man, all they had to do was say earlier in the day that Ozzy isn't going to be here. (laughs) None of this would have happened. I don't think. You know? Yeah, they could have let you know. Yeah. I think basically what happens at these venues is if a sudden thing happens, it's going to lead to some fucking crazy stuff. That is how this stuff works. It's kind of like... But it didn't for them. Not, not for Millie Vanilli. Not for Millie Vanilli. Well, it did, actually. No, it didn't. Lead to them not being at the on time. the news. They were fucking on the news. They, they had to give the back same. their Grammys and no, shit. So. No, that's not cool. That's not the same. That is crazy. Why do they have signs in there of shows that canceled on them? Uh, well, it doesn't say why the show didn't happen. It's just the cool. billboard kind of leaves it kind of implying that it was just Guns N' Roses flaking on a contract. They've done to that. that. They owed them money. That's kind of wild, though. Me and Brett should do that at like a venue or something if they don't pay us right away. We just fucking leave a sign that says Street Fight uh, performed here and didn't get paid for it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's wild that is wild uh yeah and guns and roses had that that rep too so you know they had the rep. yeah and, i mean yeah they, but they, it, they, it is they, funny they, i know that's they use that against them basically they're like no one's gonna look this up yeah they're just gonna <laughs> it's assume lucas. it's axel rose bullshit <laughs> well thanks for calling lucas well thanks for taking it uh thanks for doing the mini series and uh have a great night Oh, Peace. you're welcome. Just apologize and apologize. People love, I'm sorry, they love hearing apologies. Can't get enough of it's them. It's nice. It's fun. It's a weird idea, and the apologies are all like, when I played Paula Dean's apology this week. Oh, God. I really enjoy that one because she says, I am not racist. Uh-huh. It's like, I don't know, though. You kind of came off as, because there was a wrestler this week that got in trouble for anti-Semitism mm-hmm. this week. He was a Holocaust denier. Okay, yeah. And uh, there's audio of him denying the Holocaust. <laughs> sure. So, <laughs> and, yeah. and articles of interviews. And okay. uh, he, when he apologized, what pissed me off, what bugged me about his apology was, uh, I am not, I never believed in these things. I was just saying them. And I was just like, just even if you just feels like people want to hear i'm sorry i believe these things i did research and uh, i don't believe these things any like i i think people want you to admit that that you you did something yeah you're right i mean that is getting out of doing anything wrong it's like i didn't actually do anything wrong yeah it's what you're trying to say you're coming around trying to figure out how to, to Make it sound like you never did anything. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a shitty apology because like, it's like not that hard to be like, I have some really bad opinions. Yeah. Earlier in my life, he was 32 when he had these opinions. So, uh, but I had really bad opinions. I said some horrible things 
and uh, I apologize for that. And uh, I was just a dumb kid. Yeah, no, thirty-two is not a kid, but but people ain't got. But I, I mean, like from the beginning of this show, me and you have talked about like like sort of an evolution of sure yourself, where it's like I was like you weren't. I was at the bottom of like all the problematic stuff and worked my way out of it. So let's uh let's take another call. All right. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hey, hello, is it me? You would know. Uh sounds like it's sorry to bug you guys tonight, but uh I love you. And I haven't called in, in a little bit. So Who are we talking to? I figured I'd check out. Uh I got so fucked up on acid last who is, weekend. Wait, hold on. Who is this? Did I? Oh, this is Gavin from <laughs> Nebraska. Gotcha. Thank you. I, uh, I'm the really drunk guy that used to call in a lot more frequently. Okay. But well, I made sure not to get really drunk tonight to call in. <laughs> smart, smart move. And try to be coherent. But no. You're doing great. Uh, so what happened? Um, so, I was supposed to get acid on Friday, and I didn't. And then I was like, okay, it's just a bad lead, no problem. They show up on Sunday, and I take one, I've only tripped twice, so give me a little bit of courtesy on that. Yeah, you've still got training wheels. So I... I got railed off my ass. Uh, my roommate did the same acid as me, and she did half as much, and, like, panic called her boyfriend. Oh, no. So, well, he's a cool guy. They were very cool to me when I was like, this is too high to be high. Yeah. And previously, I'd done, like, six tabs of acid and just had a really great day. But this showed up at, like, 6 p.m. on a Sunday. And I was like, yeah, I'm still going to take it. But it just uh, rocked my shit. Put a pin in Sorry. I appreciate, the, I appreciate that. Put a pin in it. Uh, Brian locked himself out of the studio. I have to go uh, let him in real quick. He had to use the restroom. Oh, Tried to tried to make yeah, this into like a nonchalant. I'm gonna go sneak out real quick, and now it's it's stopping the show. Give me a second. Oh, can you vamp for me? Can you just say some stuff? Can you plug the Patreon for me? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, hey, how's everybody doing? I hope you're having a great night. Y'all are cool too. Thanks for this new street fight. Street fight is pretty cool. I've been listening to him for like. All right, years we're now. both here now. Okay, I only said good things. Well, I appreciate it. I You're allowed to say bad either. things. So to catch you up, Gavin... Uh, one second to get off speakerphone. Gavin uh, took too much acid at 6 p.m. on a Sunday night. Tonight? Is it tonight? Are you on a... Wait. Yeah, and I'd also drank a lot of booze. Mm-hmm. So, well, you gotta do that. Uh, they go well, well together. Uh, yeah, that's my normal day. Uh, uh-huh. But it was 
too much for acid. So uh, this acid rolls in. I take it. I'm having a really good time for a couple hours. Totally freak out after I take a nap. And I like had to be nursed back together with uh, my roommate and her friend. Her no. boyfriend. How'd it work out? I mean, yeah, they, how'd no, they get you I, cooled I, down? That's a unique bonding experience, and it does make you feel loved in a special way. It builds a special bond with somebody. It does. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't good by any means, but they were very nice to me. Yes, that counts. But I figured that that was a street fight where they experienced to share to everybody. Like, you should do the second dip at acid. I, 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 uh... But I don't know if I... I'm sorry, I'm not trying to interrupt, uh, but I did do, like, six tabs the first time I did it. This guy told me this was a lot harder acid, so I did one tab, and he was like, it's double dip, and I'm like, that, cool, I don't, think don't that know happens, what that though. means. No, that's like when your weed guy says this is the best shit I've ever had. One of the earlier lessons i learned about acid and this could be full bullshit full-on dumb lying bullshit but like uh is that you can't double dip because when you dip the first time the paper like soaks it in and then when you dip the second time it just beads off and falls off like you put rain x on that shit yeah it doesn't matter it's just that totally makes sense it's sales it, terms it, family fluff uh, any of it yeah um, well, it just you know, might have been a different material to tell you the truth. Yeah, six for a first time is, uh, acid that's pretty is intense. acid, but acid is acid and like, quote, damn. Well, you took six hits, you're just getting confused now. Six on I Sunday, took, six on Sunday, first over time, the course of a day. Okay, six well, the first time. It sounds like just fucked me up. Yeah, yeah it'll do like that. You got to inspect what's going on in the inside of your mind. I mean, uh, uh, turning people onto psychedelics. Um, and if your house isn't in order, it will do it for you. And sometimes that is helpful. I mean, you know, the shit you, the shit that uh, rocks your world is maybe oh, no, something. No, no, no I had a great with. time. I, uh, I'm not lying to. You. I had a great time. Well, that's, that's great, guy. Well, I was in that state. I was real fucked up. <laughs> well we're glad to hear that you're doing better yeah and uh yeah no let's, keep up the good no work long-standing symptoms it was just fucking crazy compared to what i took before yeah well it'll do that sometimes it just be hitting different yeah so you gotta be ready to go yeah yeah, you can't well, just treat it like something to do on a Sunday afternoon. Right, especially and you got work tomorrow. Regulate, regulate. Do you have to work so. tomorrow? Oh no, this was last weekend, so I'm good. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah, and I do All have right. to work tomorrow. No, and <laughs> yeah. it just railed me All right. last All right. weekend. Yeah, that, that's enough. I'm done with it. It's so confused and I'm, I, so yeah. I mean, I shouldn't beginning. have gone to pee. That's just but... a clusterfuck. The whole thing was just never going to get on back on track. No. We're never getting there. Gavin, 
Good luck. I guess I don't know. It's not a street fight story to say you had a bad time on drugs. Like I only report nah, I, the good times I have on drugs. I've reported uh, some of the bad times. I'm not a bad trip guy. Um, I'm more about informative trips. I guess that's yeah. what I call them. Can I just say something real quick? Get off your chest. Lego Land looks like shit. Oh god! If I'm gonna oh, tell you the fucking truth, yeah, I'm looking the at the park. Yeah, the park. It, How much is like a weekend going to California? Cost you? 169 including the hotel. 169 a night for the tickets and the hotel. What? That's a steal. Th- that's what I'm saying. It it actually doesn't That's jank. It, yes. $169. That's that's you paid twice that amount for Lego set. To play with Legos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you can either have you could pay half the price of Legos to stay for the night and get admission? You get you can stay in the hotel. For $160 per person. Okay, uh-huh. that's a... Oh, there you... No, never yeah. mind then. It would be 310 for, for no. like, if we went... Or 320 or something like that. 480 480 if we... I mean, but me and you could go on tour and go... Oh, to me and you want to go. Yeah. You, just for me and you. Yeah, we'll go on tour. We'll go out to California. Uh, we do a Los Angeles show. And then my kid would hop over to Carlsbad. No, my kid... <laughs> my kid is, like, 19 years old. She would be, like post a TikTok and say, <laughs> I told my fucking father I wanted to go to Legoland more than anything. And here's pictures of him and his podcast partner. And it's just kicking back with like margaritas and shit. Playing Legos. Playing Legos in the bedroom. Which True. Are, yeah. And then she didn't get to go. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, I mean, my dad. daughter would never say anything, but she would want to go. She would not want, she would pretend like she doesn't want to, but she would like it. She doesn't ever want to do anything, dude. I know, but do you drag her there? Yeah. I tried to go see Jackass this weekend. Nope. She's like, I haven't seen the other ones. And I'm like. It's not a. There's no narrative. Yeah. There's no narrative. Yeah. What are you doing? It's stunts. You're 17. Bottle rockets and buttholes. Yeah. You're 17. You have to watch Jackass. Yeah, you're right. Especially if you're trying to be the do this 90s ass kid thing. You can't like idolize back then without like. You got to do the shit. It's here. Yeah. There's yeah. a new Limp Biscuit out. You listen to it. There's a new Jackass. Watch new corn, it. too. New corn. Oh, the new corn is good. You like it? I like that song. No, the album's that, out. Oh, the album? I've only heard the single. Uh, I didn't like the single. Found it to be a little boring. The album is a lot less heavy than the nothing. And yeah. uh, that it's more of a melodic sort of thing. Yeah. As like far as corn goes. Yeah. So, so I'm going to have to give it a few more listens. They don't sound like themselves anymore, though, because when that song came on, I was like, what is this? I found it boring. It's It sounds, I mean, it does sound like a lot of other, like, death metal and shit I listen to. Um, it does not sound like Korn anymore. I don't feel like, I, I don't know. The album sounds like, like, the album sounds like Untouchables era Korn. Yeah, okay. Is the thing. I, I don't know. It's not bad. I... I've only listened to it once. I can't, like, give it a review. This is from from earlier. Domino's Pizza. I understand that as a non-exempt team member of Domino's Pizza LLC working in Nevada, I am entitled to take, one, a 30-minute unpaid meal for every eight continuous hours work, and two, a 10-minute rest period for every 3.5 continuous hours worked. By signing this agreement below, I freely and voluntarily waive my rights to these meal and rest periods. I understand that I can revoke this agreement at any time by submitting the revocation in writing to your people first coach. This agreement shall remain in effect until receipt of such written revocation. Let me explain what that is. Your people first. So the people at Domino's 
they don't have HR. They have a people first coach when they're like, Hey, I worked all this overtime. I didn't get paid for it. They're talking to their people first coach. Yeah. Let me, let me explain to you what that, that sign is. People first. It's the management, uh, recruitment program. You sign that motherfucker, oh, you become a manager. That's true. That is true. <laughs> that's all it is. It's the recruitment program. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's willing to do it? Yeah, whoever signs this paper uh, gets to be a manager. Because, I, you know, I got to think that, like, the people that are going in there, uh, most of them aren't going to sign that paper. They want their fucking breaks. Yeah, you for know? sure. You got them. Fucking working at a pizza shop and not getting a break in eight hours would be miserable. Dude, I've been having a mind fuck with the DoorDash thing. Because I did, like, because of the snow, I did a whole bunch of time today. And I was like, I should take breaks. Like, I there's I can pause it right now and just sit on the side of the road for 15 minutes. Like, I shouldn't spend, like, a full straight, like, six hours, like, white-knuckling it, like, trying to speed from A to B mm-hmm. all over the fucking city. You know? Like, I should take a breather every now and then. I used to just go home and sit. If I didn't have any DoorDash or lifts. No, DoorDash is constant. Oh, oh. Yeah, you should uh, take breaks because it'll just make you miserable uh, yeah. every time you do it. If if you're digging doing it, then not taking breaks is going to make it so you don't dig doing it True. anymore. Because that's where I quit was just kind of like, fuck, I'm doing this 16 hours a day. Right. You yeah. Know? I hate it. I mean, peanut butter and jelly in the car and just whatever grab and go snacks because I don't want to take away from the money I've made, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, you smell fucking fast food all day, like, and then you just want to go buy fast food. And yeah. it's like, I'm going to trade in two hours of driving for one meal when I get home. Yeah. I can't eat a fucking pizza. I, I can't smell pizza and then right. be like, I'm not going to I'm not going to have pizza tonight. Yeah. I'm going to have something. I'm going to uh, make something from my own groceries in my house. I've <laughs> driven all day for eight hours at breakneck speeds. So I can't wait to go prepare a wholesome, nutritious meal yeah. for myself and my family. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've got a full two hours before bed. I can just do meal prep. I had a wholesome. Uh, I had like a really great dinner this week. Okay, and uh, uh, it was drum roll, please. Leftovers. Wow. I used leftovers this week. Wait, you you rolled them into the next meal, or two days later, or you ate, what I did. you ate food that you already made? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which one? Uh, okay, so like I I made uh, short ribs okay. last week in my instant pot. By the way, I love that goddamn thing, and those short ribs were incredible. And uh, the recipe called for eight short ribs, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna go to the fucking Whole Foods and say, give me eight short ribs. They did, and then I looked at how much meat eight short ribs was gonna be, and I'm like, well, I'll have it in two days. Two days, uh, so I made a grilled cheese, short rib grilled cheese, and and like put it in there, and fucking dude, I was running around the house like I just cured cancer or something, really? man. Oh my god, just use up all that leftover brisket. Yeah. Wait, what was it? Short ribs. Short ribs. Uh, well, I gave some to my my brother in law too. Okay. I, he came over and picked some up, but I got through all the short ribs, and. The sandwich is great. So really, I always feel like I've solved all the world's problems when I eat short ribs or when I eat leftovers instead of uh, just buying new food because I suck at leftovers so much. And my wife and daughter are great at it, man. Yeah, so. I mean, I'm in a, I'm in the, I do, am not good at leftovers. So I have the problem where I make everything to order. 
which means I have to make everything to order like yeah. several times a day in order to keep that system running. Um, I did do, I started using my Instapot for jambalaya and I love that shit. And I have been able to, you know, some of that, you got to just find the stuff that's good for sitting like chilies and all that. Uh-huh. Okay. I wanted to ask you about something. Have you ever heard about perpetual stew? No. What's this? It's like a pot of soup that is kept for like just on the fire and you just keep adding to it and it never gets thrown out or changed. <laughs> like it's just constantly running. I was listening Hunter's to- Forever Soup, Hunter's Pot, or Hunter's yeah. Stew. Look for the longest ones. People did them for like 45 years. No. You just show up and throw a new batch of meat and spices and stuff, and then just over time, you know, make it fucking Italian. And then and then that will overpower, and then the Italian gets replaced by a nice chili. Then you can make a fucking turmeric in there, whatever you want. This is crazy. I, maybe I need to do a perpetual stew. I feel like that could be our community. That could be like, I want to do a food, not bombs, but it's perpetual stew. Yeah, it's impressive. <laughs> that we keep it running. Ooh, Just like one. whoever shows up, you can throw cans of shit inside of this like cauldron. The fire will always be burning in the spirit of revolution, right? Dude, I we love keep it this. running for years. And everything's seasoned as fuck. There's just so, it's just all forever cooking and boiling. Yeah, I'm looking at, uh, uh, I'm trying to find the longest perpetual stews, but I'm just, I'm blown away by this idea. <laughs> yeah, isn't it awesome? I'm going to be fucking working <laughs> on Legos in a perpetual stew for the rest of my life. I heard, they talked about it on Oh uh, Yeah Dude this week, which is one of my uh, favorite podcasts, but uh, they, I, it blew my mind when I heard about it too, and I wanted to tell everybody, I feel like I want to do one. I feel like I just, wherever I go, Dude, I'm going to have a fucking pot of stew going that you can just grab a cup, like have a ladle and some cups and like feed yourself dude it feels like all your old ingredients just shit you didn't want to eat you just throw it in that fucking pot it does feel like i really like the idea of this thing because like when you season a pan it always is better i love this idea (laughs) yeah and also it what i was gonna say is this is kind of like an incense for your house too. Yeah. You got this fucking stew always. Yeah. Going. People love it when they're making stew. Oh yeah, it smells good in there. What is that? Yeah. Oh, just you know, bric-a-brac from from the fridge. We just threw shit in there. Adam Carolla would be really impressed too. <laughs> yeah, then we're talking stew. Yeah, I don't Couple wear bracelets of... and uh, you know, yeah, I like a stew. We're talking stew. Yeah. For yeah, sure, 45 of years. Effeminate uh millennials talking yeah. stew. 45 years is the longest one, but between August 2014 and April no, 2015, a, a New York restaurant served broth from the same perpetual stew for over eight months. <laughs> yes, so. baby. Yes. There's one in France that was like a few hundred years. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to do it, man. I'm going to get a fucking... Uh, uh, I'm going to make a perpetual stew. And, and also, I'm going to eat... We need to start the Street more. Fight one. Yeah. We have two of them. We'll have a vegan one and uh, the meat one, the blood yeah. mouth one. I mean, people really do like, uh, uh, would probably really like a, a community stew. Yeah. Especially it's if you're just. Something me and you've been talking about for 10 years on the show, like community cereal silos and community stew. Remember that? It was in, uh, we, we did that, that, uh, that. Uh, stone soup was with this book we did in elementary school yeah. everybody bought like a canned vegetable yeah i feel like it's the same thing i feel like you bring one can of vegetables throw it in the forever stew and then you can get a cup yeah just mix it in it's a patreon tier that you can be a part of the never-ending <laughs> stew right the perpetual stew 
hey, you know, you come to Ohio, you well, want a little bit of perpetual stew, just come on out, we'll we're, get you there. We're going to get a hitch put on your car, and then we're going to travel around with, like, a burning cauldron of stew behind us for people to buy, you know, drinks of, to buy yeah. a cup. Yeah. We're, we're going to come up with the Street Fight Perpetual Stew, and then when we go to, when you go to a live show, you'll be able to get in on it like for a vip ticket dot com in the chat is right is the the soup at the grammar school was perpetual yeah my elementary school that was also a perpetual stew the whole year they never cleaned that steam tray out they just poured more in oh my god when i worked at the golf course the chili was perpetual chili just scrape that out the bottom that's deglazing the pan that's all that is yeah the perpetual chili is what it was. Coon George, this is related to the Sloppy Joe wagon. This might be an elevated version of a Sloppy Joe wagon. That's literally my dream is to do the Sloppy Joe wagon. Actually, yeah, just scoops of Sloppy Joe by the pound. Bring your own cup. <laughs> bring your own bread. Bring your own cup. Yeah. No bread, no cups, no yeah. nothing. It's just a fucking it's wagon. It's the best full you've ever had. Joe. It's the best Sloppy Joe you've ever fucking had. People were paying for a handful of it. Yeah. It'll give you, if you can put, cup it in your hands and eat it. And if a wagon doesn't work, we'll dump it in a baby carriage. That'll make sense. You know? It'll get... That's the hook people need. Sloppy Joe wagon. All right. Last call. You ready? Let's do it. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, hey, hey. Who's that? Is it? Who is this? It's Bear. Oh, Bear. Okay. You sound like Alexander a little bit, Bear. Just letting you know. It says, you, it says Pierre on the uh, auto screen. And I okay. was like, Brian knows Pierre? Who's Pierre? I've never met a Pierre. Pierre? Robes Pierre. Yeah, uh, no, he's French. a bad one. He was. That's the only Pierre. He's one of I the know. Pierres? Yeah. Robes Pierre. I saw something recently that had a quote from him. Uh, how's it going, Bear? Oh, it's going It's going great. Uh, very tired. Just got off of Chef of Chili's. But other than that, it's going great. Chili's. How are things going? Yeah. yeah. How's Chili's going, Bear? Oh my God! So much has happened. Um, I got a manager demoted. Uh, we have a whole new like job function thing that is screwing over all the servers, and uh, I got like verbally attacked by a cook. But other than that, it's like fantastic. Sounds like normal Chili's life. The listeners of this show are just terrorists when it when they get a job you know every call every third call we get somebody's like yeah i got a manager fired because i <laughs> yeah, pointed out their bullshit policies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, this show is the the listeners of this the people that gravitate towards this we show might have, are the worst employees in the world you know i don't know what we are at the top in the game of podcasting but uh most managers fired might be it <laughs> yeah yeah we've caused a lot of problems for for different managers. Well, it's funny as shit. The thing is, he's like, he's bad even by kitchen standards. You know, he's like constantly yelling at people. He's like throw a lot of shit. Like he was just like an awful person. I hate no and, nice. Yeah, like I don't I don't know why, but I was the only person that he wouldn't fucking pick on too. Like he he like bully people directly. Like he'd pick on them for specific things. And I was like the only guy tell. he was nice to. Oh no! But it really pissed me off that he was like that, you know. Like I wasn't gonna tolerate it. So I finally like started getting short with him one night, and I remember he yelled at me. He was like, "What are you gonna do? I'm a manager. You can't do anything." And I was like, "I'm gonna get you fired." And he was like, "Okay, try." 
And the fucking, I called HR and then they demoted him from like the general manager to just like the assistant manager for the store. Which and, isn't uh, a real job. Like, is this... Yeah. And they were like, well, is this okay with you? Like, can you still work with him? Do we need to transfer him out somewhere? And I'm like, if he'll stop being a bitch, I don't care. And then he, like, he's had to be super nice to everyone since then. And it's funny as shit. I love wow, that. Amazing. Have I told the story on here about the time, the one time in seven years at the cable company, the people from New York, the, the biggest, toppest people in the company came out and they did a meeting without the managers in it and asked us what our issues were. And uh, we told them what the what our issues were with the managers and shit. It's like the CEO. We're talking like there's no two people higher than these two guys. And uh, we tell them all the stuff. Next day, managers are like, we have a mandatory meeting this morning. And the whole meeting was about how they're going to start being nicer and listening to us. I mean, it didn't in the end. It didn't change anything in the end. But that meeting is maybe the best work experience I ever had in my life because it was watching these guys that were total fucking assholes well, grovel. You know what? But you, you're actually, um, this is the Street Fighter mentality, is you found a stressor in the system. <laughs> and that the way that these things continue is because they need assholes like him to do it and corporate never has to check or co-sign any of that stuff. People expect that from the Chili's work environment, they show up to it, they just take their licks like they should. You take just half a second to make corporate accountable for him. Like this happened in the workplace. It's all lawyer shit at that point. Yep. It has nothing to do about whether he's doing a good job or they like him or not. He is, an, he is a clog in the machine that can be replaced just as easily. So yeah, that's a brilliant move. I also got to say, Bear... One of the worst people in the kitchen is the throwing stuff guy. So oh, I yeah. appreciate what you did. I it's not fair. The no, stuff no, you're not, it's not fair. I don't think I, I should never get to that level. Physical stuff is like not okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I the, would, the, I would the, like. Go ahead, Bear. I mean, I mean, like you know, I've worked in a lot of kitchens, and like I already have a bit of a temper as it is. So like you know. I've, I'll even excuse, like, a plate thrown on the ground or some shit, you know? As long as it's not, like, thrown at people. That's where, like, he was, like, he, like, threw it at somebody. And I was, like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, fuck like, you that. can't do that. Yeah. I hated, I hate, I had managers, and, and they wouldn't even be, like, generally mean guys all the time. But if stuff started not going their way... You could tell that like they were so mad they were about to cry. That that you know that feeling when you're like really fucking mad at work, but you can't really do anything because you're not like the manager or any of that stuff. Or you're not the general manager. You don't have any real power because assistant manager is is a fake job. They, I mean, assistant managers don't do shit. Um, they just agree to take less money yeah. and work sixty hours a week. <laughs> they take forty hours of pay for sixty hours of work. Yeah, yeah, but like. He feels powerless and he's mad. So he just takes it out on every single person and everybody in the place is like, watch out, you know, he's in a bad mood today and everybody has to dance around it. And it's like anybody who stands up to them either gets fired or, or like they take the mad guy side because the mad guy is going to be mad at them if they don't. And yeah. I just always hated, I, I just, 
I hated guys like that. They remind me of the guys that would cry when you were playing kickball in gym and they got out. Yeah, but see, but I, I mean, I honestly, I'm, I'm not even, I don't even make it like even, uh, I, I don't know if it comes from me for like even a moral judgment or like, that. I think the job is asked of them. Like it's hush hush. It's like you need to abuse the employees in a way that makes them listen and makes them do the sh- meet the standards that corporate wants. But corporate can't stamp on any it's illegal for for them to mm-hmm. say this is how you get the job done but this is how managers get the job done at chain restaurants across the fucking country yeah absolutely absolutely you're totally right about that and that it is, is what people, is, it's the expectation of them too yeah yeah well it's, it's yeah great. and like it's it's the same it's the same shit where like the cooks who do the same thing like they'll move up quicker and like people will give them more oh. respect because like they're like oh they're taking after the boss Yep. Yeah, they're passionate. Yeah, absolutely. You're you're also right about that. Yeah, they're, they're like Brett said. That's looked at as passion. It's looked at as they're passionate for the Chili's brand. Yeah, <laughs> like this dude. He comes God damn it! These fucking plate times. <laughs> Fuck! You're keeping me up all night. I'm thinking oh about gosh. this shit. We could have hit a four minute. We're doing we're doing four fifteens. We're doing four twenties. What the fuck is going on, <laughs> yeah. dude? If you want to hear some of the most like crazy delusional shit from any employee ever, we have this guy there. I'm not gonna say his name, but like he's he's a he's a major piece of shit, right? And he everyone's turned on him now because this happened like the other night. Actually, he like he he started yelling at me, and then I fucking laughed. I was just like, "Hey, fuck you, man! I'm not dealing with this." And then he kept saying homophobic shit about me, and no one at my work was like okay with it. Like he's the only homophobic person there. Everyone's just kind of like, dude, why the hell did you say that? Yeah. Yeah. I hate, oh God, that guy too. I once worked with this guy. I once worked with this guy who seemed like he was a really good person. And then one day he went to the bathroom at a gas station and there was another person in there. And uh, when he came out, he was like, almost punched this, you know, and he was this, he was looking at my, my penis in the bathroom. And it's like, no, he wasn't. Yeah, and like cool out a little bit. I remember I had to talk this guy down and tell him like, "You're not like attractive, dude. Like nobody's trying to touch your fucking peak of your penis. Yeah, you you fucking wear you 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 wear clothes from like we 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 get it. You spend a lot of time telling all those people to stay away. We fucking get it. Yeah. They they get it. They are, we understand the signals you're putting out. You're a very manly, manly man. Yeah, that was the yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, man. You're you're so tough and manly too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and at this time in my life, I'm not like the wokest guy, but I was. <laughs> I remember just being so shocked. There was also a guy that we worked with that was 100 percent not gay, but they all. It, they all called him gay because of his voice and they just said he's gay. And and I remember, I thought he, I really thought he was gay for like the first four years I worked with him. And, uh, we were kind of friendly and shit. And we had, we got stuck doing side duty one day and shit. And, uh, I spoke to somebody else that works there and I was like, no, he's got a girl. He's not gay. He has a girlfriend. It was just all the guys decided. Yeah, the cable company that that's the gay guy and it's like okay whatever uh it was very weird working in that situation but that is a lot of fucking places but that guy like he has this idea he'll start yelling he'll be like i have this pin and it's some fucking pin that they gave him because he's worked in the kitchen long enough now (laughs) 
that like he's gonna oh. like a kitchen master or whatever. Oh. And so he'll be yelling at people. We'll be like, hey, dude, this table needed broccoli, and you gave them like the wrong shit. And you'll be like, oh, I have this fucking pit. I know what's supposed to go out. And we're all like, dude, like we're we're talking to the customer. We know what they asked for. I you put the wrong pen. thing on the plate, man. Oh no. I I have That's... this pen. Hey, this is my. I have the twenty year pin. So what are you gonna do? How many years is the pen? Yeah. Is it pin or pen? And you like Brian saying pen. I can't say he's, that word anymore. Pin. Pin. He's like he's like delusional enough too that he'll like he'll like yell at managers for it. He'll be like, I don't see you wearing a kitchen pen, and they're like, I could fire you. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> so how many years so is the just, kitchen pen? Pin pen. I can't say the uh, word. I think I think that his is a five year. I think that he's been here for five years, and that's that how he got impressive. in. And there's like more for like other higher like year numbers. I mean, but you know, in the society, there are people that are pathetic that think that a pin from their job makes them important, and they're kind of paper tigers, and they get away with being like that. You know, we make a lot of excuses for pathetic people. You know, yeah, you got to, yeah, yeah. Uh, well. I can't imagine being like that though. Like if my if my boss handed me a pen, I'd be like, "Why? Save your money. Pay me the three bucks it costs to make this pen." Like, right? I'll take it. I'll invoice you for the pen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. the pen. I can't say the word. I'm sorry. It's Fine. a pen. I get them confused in my like now. It's this is like a recent thing where I'm just all the time like, yeah, he used a pen. Or, yeah, uh, he pinned him, but I can't say the right one when it's time to say. I get it wrong every, I get it wrong eight out of ten times. Okay, you say he penned him? Penned him. I have said him penned him, which is also a word if you pinned him up, right? Penned him up. He's in a pig pen. Oh, okay. You're right. Yeah. I was thinking just the, the writing utensil. Yeah. Um, well, Bear, thanks for calling. We are going home. <laughs> awesome. Oh, hey, quick, before uh, before you kick me off the show, I uh, want to shout out to my boyfriend. We've been together for one year today. It's a big deal. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. That's a milestone. Found love in a hopeless place, like Rihanna said. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just like Rihanna said. <laughs> well, thanks for calling, Bear. Yeah, we'll what's your you. socials? Where can people follow the Bear story? Oh yeah, um, I have a I have an Instagram. It's at Bittacina, B I T T A C I N N A. Uh, I'm a photographer now. I'm I'm getting started with that. So if you guys like photography, check that out. Yeah, love to look at pictures. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. Have a good one. Uh, we are Street Fight Radio. We will be back on Wednesday night live on your Twitch TV slash Street Fight Radio streams. Get the app on all of your stuff and follow along and chat. Let us know what's going on with your life. And uh, send me Legos. Send any old Legos you got. Brian can't do freestyle Legos yet. Yeah, so it you needs got, to be a set. You got to have the instructions. Can you print the instructions out? Yeah, nope. I need a set with the instructions. With the box, seems like you're trying to resell it. Wouldn't mind the box either. I will do the Legos. What do you Don't... do with the boxes? Oh, I don't. I just have them in my office right now. What are you gonna do with them? Nothing. Put them back in. I'm just too lazy to take Throw them out of my office.
Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you on Wednesday night. Uh, we're Street Fight Beat. Okay, I seen a lot. Running in and out of Granny House. Uncle Bowman on the couch. First time I seen a rock. Hit it right there in the chair watching WWF. First time he seen the rock. Had my grandma pissed. Went to school all white case switch. Told him change that shit. Put it on Rap City Basement. Gemma Styles V and Jada Kiss. First time I seen the locks. Started getting hot. Homicide. Drive by XD's. Lemon squeeze red beans and glocks. Seen nigga die. Shot him right in the eye. Put a nigga in the sky. Made his breathing stop. Spin the block for the chop, ain't even stop. Can't ring your shots. That's the very first day that I ever seen me. I, okay, I seen a lot. Came from the slums, had to get it out the mud. No love to me, that means a lot. Glock for my gun, see the cops better run. Head to the sun, cause I still dream a lot. Never had none, tryna run the money up. Leave it all for my son, them green and not. So I know about you, but to me, that means a lot. Okay, like cash rule, everything around me. Believe none what you hear and half what you see. Go to school, get degrees in, make the lead. But the dream not for me, so it's make believe. It's all in your head, like Maybelline. You know a lot of niggas dead yellow. Take the scene, dad tell you it's a figment. Due to the color of your pigment. Dropping off loads on the road to the ridges. Only way to make it out the trenches. Fuck a red shirt, I'm in the courtroom sitting on benches. Praying for a deal, meanwhile, drug dealing. Judge got a girl, sit your bun at a million. Can't snitch, can't switch, nah, nigga, no squealing. Grown man business, you gotta be kidding. You were just shooting glocks at the house with the court and you turn to the cops. Southwest murder block, I done seen them a lot. In his daily streets. Big cribbing with the low sugar, Max OC. Hot trunk with the punk, get the dumping. Nickname punkin', but ain't no punkin' me. Got an infrared beam on the Glock. Seven fiends on the block, done things to my eyes. Murder scene had a lead, seen the cops. Hiding rocks, put the cheese in my socks. Okay, I seen a lot. Came from the slums, had to get it out the mud. No love to me, that means a lot. Glock for my gun, see the cops better run. Head to the sun, cause I still dream a lot. Never had none, tryna run the money up. Leave it all for my son, them green and knots. I know about you, but to me, that means a lot. Okay, I seen a lot. Came from the slums, had to get it out the mud. No love to me, that means a lot. Glock for my gun, see the cops better run. Head to the sun, cause I still dream a lot. Never had none, tryna run the money up. Leave it all for my son, them green and not. So I know about you, but to me that means a lot.